we are welcoming a new show to iHeart and the DraftKings YouTube channel. It is called Point Game with John Wall and C.J. Toledano. It is an insider look at the NBA and the culture surrounding the league. Every week, the five-time All-Star and the number one pick in the 2010 NBA Draft, John Wall, will give his unique perspective on hot topics in the league and tell the best behind-the-scenes stories from his time in the NBA. So check out Point Game with John Wall and C.J. Teledano on the iHeartRadio app, the DraftKings YouTube channel, or wherever you listen to podcasts. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house. And I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. AT&T connects an ode to podcast. Connect the alarm, change the podcast you stream. Connect the snooze, 10 more minutes to dream. Connect the shower, lather up with the news, sports talk, comedians, or movie reviews. Connect with that three-hour philosophy show. Change the drive into work and traffic so slow. Connect the dishes to voices that glow. Thank you to the geniuses of spoken audio. Connect the stories, change your perspective. Connecting changes everything. AT&T. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to Chumbacasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The 2024 presidential campaign features two candidates who are very well known to Americans. And yet there's complexity at every turn. Criminal trials for one of those candidates. Young voters who are angry. The Campaign Moment podcast from The Washington Post gives you what matters. I'm Aaron Blake, and I'm covering my 10th election cycle. My colleagues and I have insights that you won't find anywhere else. So follow the campaign moment right now, wherever you're listening. Radio shows more than any other mainstream media outlet that exists. The Breakfast Club. Don't play with it, don't play with it, don't play with it. Come on, baby, don't play with it. Break the blue guy. You think I'm coming here when this shit ain't hot? DJ Envy and Charlemagne the God. Being here next to all of you guys, it's really big. It's one of my favorite shows to do. Just because y'all always keep it 100, y'all keep it real. But what better place than, than here? I think everybody should go on the Breakfast Club and start <laughs> with that true. if yes. you want to shake it up. Good morning, USA! Yo, 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 Charlemagne the God. Peace to the planet, it's Thursday! And guess who's bizarre? Man. Guess who's bizarre? Man, I'm so happy to see her. Just hilarious, ladies and gentlemen. Hey, 
wild card is here. Hi. Good morning, Jessica Robin Moore. Good morning. You got no wild card. You the Trump card. What's happening? Oh, I like that. You know, but you know, Uno when the wild card, wild card defeats all. So, Takes you know, everything. I'm there the wild card. There you go. Well, nice of you to come back. Thank you. I, y'all bearing gifts. Y'all must have really missed me. Yeah, gave you a nice little, you know, starter yeah, pack. Thank to, you. To I appreciate your, it. You know, your, your weekend right. I appreciate that. You looking very fresh, very festive, like you in the Aspens or something. Like you just you came look, from skiing. Look, don't you know? Don't play with me. You look, know what my little boots, man. I know. Got, I always do the little kick. You got the ski shades with the, with the the ski hat. Uh huh. With the Shirley. Yeah. yeah. New York is very cold. Absolutely. Hey, but what, what, what is that warm? It's only halfway through. You only. Gonna... I, it, it's still style. I it's still, still gotta give stylish. Okay. Right. You know. Right. Yeah. I want to know what's under that hat though. My natural twist. What's up? You coming for me because I got no wig on? <laughs> I don't know. You want all the black women call, calling up here with natural twists? Don't play with me. All right. I'm just <laughs> what you want me to have so, a bob? No. What if it get hot though? Then it's staying on. Okay. It's staying. I ain't taking this off. All right. Oh, all right. Yeah. Don't play with me. <laughs> I'm don't I play with me. Know. I missed you though, Justin. I missed y'all too. I missed, I missed you, you as well. Yes, I missed the seat. What everything. you been up to? I mean, you've been traveling, you've been on tour, you've been doing everything. Well, since the writer's strike has been lifted, I've been filming. Mm-hmm. I filmed in LA. Um, I had to, no, I, I filmed in Atlanta. I had to go to LA for some meetings. Things mm-hmm. are starting to open back up. Um, you know, they're looking, all these networks are looking for shows and stuff now. So now production can move forward mm-hmm. with a lot of things. And I'm like, okay, cool. I can't be, keep coming up here with y'all for free. Y'all got to put, boom, there you go. Here we go. Has Tubi called? Why he do you like that? You know, uh, Why he do you like that? Why he do you like that? Actually, it's funny. I had a meeting with them, actually. Right. Don't play with me. Don't be popping. I don't care do what y'all the, say. But yeah, we're going to do it the right way. I'm, yeah, we're going to purposely do a bad movie. Yes. And yeah, purposely and, and, do a bad and make movie. them pay for it and then boom. Yes. <laughs> I'm That's smart. You. That's smart. Tubi is very entertaining. It I don't is. care what y'all yeah. say. It is. It y'all is. just my ass. I, I put you on. <laughs> you did. Because you, you was not messing with Tubi, yo. I had to put him on. Why your face look like that? I just didn't know what it was. And then all the stuff I saw from it was like terrible quality, but uh-huh. it was actually entertaining. Mm-hmm. Is it entertaining because it's terrible quality or terrible acting? Or is it entertaining? No, some, some, they be having some cool storylines sometimes. They do. Yeah. Act like Claudia. Claudia got two movies on there. It's All I Want Is You <laughs> and All I Want Is You Too. And she was the one that killed the little boy. Yo, that, the girl. <laughs> and she, she, it was a little, he was like, I'm just a kid. It was, she I thought it was a girl. Wasn't it a girl? And she like, didn't even have a gun. I'm just a kid too. <laughs> it was just her fingers. She did like this. Was and it? the fire came from her fingers. It was a real and she gun. killed the little boy. I said, damn. Was that a little girl? Was it a little girl? That was probably in the first one. Boy, oh. All the I first want one is was you a girl. Two. Yeah. Oh, okay. And she's supposed to be shooting All I Want Is You 3. Yo, stop <laughs> so, it. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Let's get the show cracking. Teslin Figaro will be joining us when we come back. We got front page news. Don't move. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. Good morning, everybody. It's DJ NV, Charlemagne the Guy. We are The Breakfast Club. Let's get in some front page news. Jess Hilarious is here, our co-host. Yep. What up, Tiz? What's going on, DJ NV? What's going on, Jess? The queen is back. So excited. Hi. And Charlemagne the God, of course, Uncle Snacks. Let's jump Mm -hmm. in some quick sports right fast. The Chargers take on the Raiders tonight at 8.15 in Thursday Night Football. And Draymond Green, he's suspended indefinitely by the NBA. Mm. I highly disagree with that suspension. I understand him being suspended, but indefinitely, no. John Morant didn't even get suspended indefinitely. They put a number on John Morant games. He was waving pistols a couple of times. This happened a couple. This happened a lot of times, though. Still, though, indefinitely? Indefinitely? Nah, not indefinitely. And this right after the choke, so they're trying to just slow it down. He yeah, just choked Rudy Gobert a, a week I ago. I love Draymond Green. You I love Draymond Green, him. too. And I know he didn't mean to, like, hit him. He meant to knock his ass out. That's what he <laughs> 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 Obviously. Now, Giannis, we got to congratulate him. He 
scored a franchise record 64 points last night. They beat the Pacers 141-26. And he was seen running into the Pacers locker room. That's because he wanted the game ball. Indiana Pacers took the game ball because one of their new players scored his first basket. So he wanted to go home with the ball. But Giannis said, nah, I, I scored his name 64. was Giannis. Giannis. It's Giannis. It's Giannis. Oh, I thought it was Giannis. It's probably a nickname. <laughs> yeah, so Giannis went and uh, they believe he, he went and covered the ball. That's why everybody's seen him running into the locker room. Now, Tez, let's, let's talk Hunter Biden. Yes, there's so much that happened yesterday, guys. First, let's go over Hunter Biden. He showed up on Capitol Hill yesterday. Uh, he was not there to interview with House Republicans like they wanted him to. Uh, President Biden's son insisted uh, on the uh, gathering reporters and saying that he wants to only testify in a public meeting, not a private meeting. Hunter Biden said he is sick of them talking uh, talking about him, asking where is Hunter Biden. Take a listen. I got more information on the other side. For six years, MAGA Republicans including members of the House committees who are in a closed-door session, session right now, have impugned my character, invaded my privacy, attacked my wife, my children, my family, and my friends. They've ridiculed my struggle with addiction, they've belittled my recovery, and they have tried to dehumanize me, all to embarrass and damage my father, who has do devoted his entire public life to service. For six years, I have been the target of the unrelenting Trump attack machine shouting, where's Hunter? Well, here's my answer. I am here. Now, he went on to say that President Biden was not involved in any of his business. He talked about his battle with addiction. He took accountability on that. He talked about how his parents were there uh, for him. He admitted he was irresponsible with his finances, but he said that is no reason for the impeachment inquiry. And we're going to cover that impeachment inquiry in the second hour, guys. But then he started naming names. Take a listen. James Comer, Jim Jordan, Jason Smith, and their colleagues have distorted the facts by cherry-picking lines from a bank statement, manipulating texts I sent, editing the testimony of my friends and former business partners, and misstating personal information that was stolen from me. There is no fairness or decency in what these Republicans are doing. Here I am, Mr. Chairman, taking up your offer when you said we can bring these people in for depositions or committee hearings, whichever they choose. Well, I've chosen. I am here to testify at a public hearing today to answer any of the committee's legitimate questions. Republicans do not want an open process where Americans can see their tactics, expose their baseless inquiry, or hear what I have to say. Man, please. The, the Republicans know who they are and they know exactly what they're doing and why they're doing it. This is payback. I know you niggas from way back. That's right. <laughs> if, if you don't believe Trump is going to punish his political opposition, if you don't think he's not going to punish his critics, look no further than this Hunter Biden situation. Now, should Hunter Biden be locked up? Sure. But would he be locked up if the, 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 the folk, if folks didn't have a political axe to grind? No. No, I agree. Well, at least he did try to come fight for himself. I appreciate that. You know, I'm not a big fan of Hunter Biden, but he said, you know, I'm tired of y'all talking about my name. I'm here. I'm choosing. Y'all come pull on up. So I think that was good. So what that else he got to do? He ain't got nothing else to do but drugs and prostitutes. Well, <laughs> well hey, that's up. That's that's. What <laughs> Well, it also we're going to talk more about it, so make sure you guys tap back in a second hour because uh, because he did this. That's what uh, prompted the impeach inquiry that also happened yesterday. And we're going to talk about that more in the second hour. All right. Mm -hmm. And that is front page news. Thank you, Tez. 
Uh-huh. Get it off your chest. 800-585-1051. If you need to vent, phone lines are wide open. Again, 800-585-1051. And Jess Hilarious is back. Jess Hilarious is back. It's The Breakfast mm-hmm. Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. This is your time to get it off your chest. Keep calling. 800-585-1051. We want to hear from you on The Breakfast Club. Hello, who's this? This is Shakayla from Charleston, eight from eight four three. Eight four three, what's happening? What's up, Shakayla? Get it off your chest. Yes, yes. Good morning, everyone. So I just wanted to chime in on the whole Draymond Green thing. I know that you guys were comparing him to John Moran, but what John Moran did was like off the court. Everything that Draymond yeah. did was on the court. On the court. The only incident that happened between Draymond. That was off the court was the whole situation with Jordan Poole, but everything was in the public eye. He has to go. Not an indefinite suspension, though. Give him twenty games, something like that. But indefinite. Oh, come I agree. on! I agree with her. You punch a whole person in the face. That man and deserved the whole it. Man out Who, Jordan Poole. We don't know what Jordan Why Poole said. You know he deserved it. Or not. We don't know what Jordan Poole said. I just know you ain't gonna get punched in the face for no reason. I mean, it definitely sounds crazy. They should have gave him some time, but he just did right. choked out Rudy Gobert. Yeah. In defense of his teammate, but then he. Just you know, swung on so and so and said that he was flopping. That was an that's accident. a hard ass flop. Jaquela, just know, Jaquela, just know, you're talking to two men who loves Draymond Green, so they're not gonna ever see it. Yeah, I can, is. I can tell, I can tell, I can tell. But I agree with you. Yeah. I, you know, to be fair, yeah, John Morant, that was off, off, you know, off the court. And this, he just got to get into UFC, Draymond. <laughs> Most of the one was a gun. <laughs> like John Moran was a to gun. Take some sort of John anger Mar- management classes, right? Listen, everybody, Stop everybody wish they had a Draymond Green on their side when a fight break out. Absolutely, I bet you that much. Absolutely, but not on the court. Not, you need an enforcer. You know, they'd have been bullying Steph Curry, little light skinned ass, if it wasn't for Draymond Green all these years, man. <laughs> not on the court. Hello, who's this? Hey, how's it going? I'm super excited to call into guys. I gotta correct you though. It's Giannis. It's not Giannis. I'm from Milwaukee. Shout out to Milwaukee. That's what I thought. Uh, shout out to the four. I'm oh. like, oh. they so, trying to G silent. It's Giannis. I ain't never heard nobody say Giannis. Yeah, Giannis. It's like Y A N N I S. Oh, so ain't no G. Well, the G is there, but I guess it's silent. Like yeah, yeah, but it's pronounced like Giannis. Yeah, take that off of there. Take it off. But I gotta shout you guys out because you guys always give shout outs to Milwaukee. I know Milwaukee is the first city to uh, syndicate you guys. So right. shout That's out right. to Milwaukee, shout out to the 414. That's I'm just going to call him the Greek freak. That's it. <laughs> Salute to everybody that listens to us on V100.7 in Milwaukee. First, first shout to Milwaukee. Uh, radio station to ever syndicate the Breakfast Club. We Absolutely. love y'all. Nice. Get it off your chest. 800-585-1051. If you need to vent, hit us up now. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. It's a new day. This is your time to get it off your chest. Wake up! Whether you're mad or blessed. It's time to get up and get something. Call up now. 800-585-1051. We want to hear from you on The Breakfast Club. Hello, who's this? Peace, peace. This is your brother Prince Creed from the 757-973 Jersey. Listen, let me get this off my chest because I couldn't wait for the Queen Jess to get in town. Thank peace, you. Peace, Charlemagne. Peace, DJ Envy. Peace, but listen, Jess fits perfectly, right? I love all the past, all the special guests you have up there, right? From Breezy Baby, which I had the pleasure pleasure to interview her on my Swag in the Morning podcast. Hey. Queen Lauren. I love them all, right? Right. But let me tell you why Jess should be in that chair permanently. She promotes the Breakfast Club and her brand at the same time. 
right. on social media better than anybody I have seen up here. I know the sister is busy. That's good. But the cross market, bringing these young folks and all this other generation to the breakfast club, not only in the morning, but even on the after with the YouTube. So mm-hmm. I'm, I'm, I'm going to vote for Jess. If y'all put a poll up right now, I'm going to vote for Jess. I love all the other guests. They're amazing. But that funniness and that witty, I mean, she brings that spice. Jess ain't got no Real quick, Charlamagne. You ain't wrong. You ain't wrong when you're right. Charlamagne. Yes, sir. Thank you, family. Charlamagne, real quick. That indefinite suspension on Draymond Green is only for a brother to get his mental health stable. Because I think there's a little disconnection and brother need a mental health break. So they gave that indefinite, meaning that if once he reached such certain conditions and he's really ready to come back, he can come back. They didn't want to put a game stamp on that. So I just want to clear that, which that's what I was hearing um, 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 through the media and stuff like that. So they really want him to get his mental health together. And that's all I want to say. Y'all keep up the good work. I love you guys. I appreciate you. I love you too. All right, Prince. Peace. No doubt, family. Peace. Peace. Why didn't he do it after Draymond punched somebody, though? That would make more sense. Well, everything else is in the act. this like a punch, though. But everything else is in the act of basketball. Like, it's not like he just wilding for no reason. He Bro, put he, the dude in the chokehold because him and his... That was an act of basketball? Yes, because him and his player, they, they was getting into it. So he was defending Clay Thompson. Mm. Last night, or whatever night it was, that was an accident. When he swung around and hit dude, dude flopped. Like, hey, let's not act like Draymond hit him so hard, yo. What? He hit him. Now. He hit him like he like he was jostling. Like, what are you talking about? He was jostling around with the Stone Cold Steve Austin. Well, Draymond, like, Draymond said he was flopping. Right? He said he was flopping. He said he was being extra because he wanted the call. Right? That's what he said. <laughs> That's what it looked like to me. Oh my. Oh, okay. All right. All right. All right. <laughs> okay. Get it off your chest. Eight hundred five eight five one zero five one. Jess. We got rumors. Yes, we do. We're talking no, about... No, we don't have rumors. We <laughs> oh. have Jess with the mess, and her news is real. Okay. Everybody yes, else is. do rumors. Jess do Jess with the mess, I thought and her news is real. Okay. All right. My bad. Okay. Well, you're right. We got Jess with the mess. Yes, we do. And we're talking about Jonathan Majors coming up. There you go. Mm. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. <laughs> the Breakfast From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God. We've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm gonna make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you wanna get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of The Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play The Godfather now at ChompaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. AT&T Connects and Ode to Podcasts. Connect the alarm. Change the podcast you stream. Connect the snooze. 10 more minutes to dream. Connect the shower. Lather up with the news. Sports talk. Comedians. Or movie reviews. Connect with that three-hour philosophy show. Change the driving to work. In traffic. So slow. Connect the dishes to voices that glow. Thank you to the geniuses of spoken audio. Connect the stories, change your perspective. Connecting changes everything. AT&T. 
The best conversations I have with my colleagues are the ones that happen when no one is looking, when we're not 100% sure yet what to write. Hopefully, having conversations like this can help you figure out your own point of view. That's kind of our job as Washington Post opinions columnists. I'm Charles Lane, Deputy Opinion Editor. And I'm Amanda Ripley, a contributing columnist. We're going to bring you into these conversations on a new podcast called Impromptu. Follow Impromptu now, wherever you listen. This is it, your moment. This is your time to make your comeback with Purdue Global. When you come back with a Purdue Global degree, you create opportunity for yourself, your family, and your future. It's a degree you can be proud of, a degree that employers will trust and respect. Purdue Global offers working adults like you over 175 flexible degree programs to meet your specific career goals. These include associate, bachelor's, master's, and doctoral degrees and certificates. Purdue Global degree programs range from nursing to business to communication and more. Whatever your interest, we have the degree that will move you forward. You have the knowledge. You have the experience. Now it's time to get credit for the work you've done and earn the recognition you deserve with Purdue Global. Purdue's online university for working adults. You know you're worth it. We do too. So don't wait another second to get the degree that will take your career to the next level. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. Broke. Morning, everybody. It's DJ NV Charlemagne the Guy. We are the Breakfast Club. And guess who's Bizak? The wild card, just hilarious. My good sister, just Just hilarious. hilarious. And let's Mm -hmm. jump right into it. This is the rumor report. I don't do that. No, it Stop. is not. It's just with the mess. On the Breakfast Club. It's just with the mess. It's just with the mess, and her news is real. Allegedly. All the time. I like the allegedly part. All right, speaking of Jonathan Mage's surveillance footage released. Jonathan Mage's domestic violence case continues, and now they're starting to bring receipts to court. Surveillance footage surrounding the events of Jonathan Mage's and his ex-girlfriend, Grace Jabari, has been revealed. Read what we got. New surveillance video from March 25th shows the black escalade in which prosecutors say Jonathan Majors assaulted then-girlfriend Grace Jabari. Jabari testified while in the SUV she saw a woman named Cleopatra text Majors, quote, Oh, how I wish I was kissing you. Jabari says she grabbed the phone from Majors and in his fight to get it back, the actor dealt a blow to the back of her head, twisted her arm behind her back, fracturing her finger, and later shoved her inside the stopped SUV. Prosecutors painted a picture of systemic abuse by Majors dating back months. The jury saw photos showing items Majors is accused of throwing during an earlier fight with Jabari and text messages where he threatens suicide. But Majors' defense paints Jabari as the aggressor on the night of March 25th, enraged by the text message and later running after Majors following the altercation. They also say Jabari went to Lucy's nightclub after the fight, where surveillance video shows Jabari was not injured and freely used Using the finger, she says Majors fractured. Mm, so it's obvious that that was not as true as it was made to made to believe. Mm-hmm. It's important to also add on day eight of the trial, the driver of their SUV where the fight reportedly happened uh, between the two. The driver, Navid Sawar, he said that I was feeling something was going on in the backseat. But when I, I reached Canal and Center Street, um, Majors wanted to get rid of Jabari and he opened the door. I saw that they were fighting. 
when the car stopped. He was trying to get rid of her. Along with the surveillance videos and photos shown in court audio from Jonathan Majors ranting about wanting Grace, his white girlfriend, to be more like uh, Coretta Scott King and Michelle Obama was also released. <laughs> How dare you come home drunk and disturb the peace of our house when we have a plan? I would, like to get to, I would like to get to the point where your friends know what job I'm on and go, I think Grace is going to be out of commission. Yeah, I, I won't. I, like, I'm, I, no, no, do you understand that? Because cause that team, Grace has to be in a certain mindset to support Coretta Scott King. You know who that is? That's Martin Luther King's wife. Michelle Obama, Barack Obama's wife. I know, I'm not, I, I, I shouldn't have gone out. I'm no, no, sorry. Let me, just, let me just lay it out for you. I'm just going to say this. My temper, my sh my trauma, blah, blah. I'm a great man. I am doing great things, not just for me, but for my, for my culture and for the world. That's real. I'm not going to mm -hmm. I didn't ask for it. I worked in that situation. The woman that supports me needs to be a great woman and make sacrifices the way that man is making for her and for them, ultimately. Jonathan got to simmer down. Like, you did Ant-Man and Creed. That's not changing the world. Yeah, oh my God, stop it. I, I do understand where he's coming from. I do agree with, you know. Just don't be the movies. It's the fact where he came from. Yeah. And he's, he's, he's thriving yeah. in Hollywood. Mm -hmm. great, I do great understand. Actor. Good, good actor. Great Although, actor, yes. I am going to say, mm -hmm. you cannot be upset with, a, you can't expect this woman to be a Coretta Scott. You can't expect you a white woman. Expect yeah, you cannot explain. Then, then she a different type of white too. What's the accent? Where's she from? All no right, idea. either way, sorry. But yeah, you <laughs> can't expect for her to be anything other than who she is. Mm -hmm. Her her lineage. What? She's not black at all. She's far from it. You can't. I I, I do understand. Been trying to tell y'all for yeah, the longest. I do understand the example that he's that he is putting out there though. Like, it, but you, if you gotta ask, do you know who Coretta Scott? King is, then no, we can't even have this conversation. Damn. It also came out that day of his arrest. He called 911 to report that Grace potentially attempted to commit suicide. We have audio for that as well. The video shows Majors inside the apartment he shared with dancer Grace Jabari. He's followed up the stairs by NYPD. Inside a walk-in closet, his ex-girlfriend is sprawled across the floor, covered by a plaid blanket. She seems disoriented. Majors called 911 after he discovered her on the floor. What happened exactly, do you know? No, I don't know. She's unconscious. She's naked from the bottom down. She has a sweatshirt on. She's my ex-partner. We broke up. He then explained how he couldn't get into the apartment. I banged on the door. I've been at the apartment for about 40 minutes now. I couldn't get in. I finally went downstairs and asked the doorman to help us. They let me in via the, the handyman. Prosecutors say a fight started the night before when Jabari saw this text message on the actor's phone. Wish I was kissing you right now. It was apparently meant for another woman. Also part of the newly released evidence, photos taken by Jabari of what appears to be bruises on her finger. So question, if Jonathan called the police, right, and right. Jonathan came home and she was, he couldn't get in, and then he, when he walked in, she was laid out on the floor. How we know the head injury she was talking about didn't happen because he was drunk or high or something and fell? And yeah, that, that was the thing. But the cops admitted in court that they didn't ask Grace if she fell or not. They, mm. they didn't ask her. She also reported, uh, reportedly asked why her ear was hurting. A cut on her ear is one of the in injuries that Jonathan is being charged for. Also, y'all put a lot of sauce on that other phone call, the one about Coretta Scott King yeah, and uh, Michelle yeah. Obama, because Jonathan sounded very Hollywood. He sounded mm -hmm. very extra, but he didn't sound 
you know, violent. He just sounded no. disappointed. Like, I need you to be better. You my woman. Yeah. You can't be out here getting drunk, embarrassing us, coming home, disturbing our people. Yeah, exactly. That's what I, that's what I took from and even But why do those conversations matter, though? That's what I don't understand. He's yeah. having a conversation with his girlfriend. It, it didn't say anything violent. He just said, hey, I want you to be more like this. She could have said, I want you to be more like that. There was right, no violent right. thing. There was nothing there to say that he did anything. And he, even, yeah. him, even him saying he has a temple. Like, that, that, mm-hmm. that don't mean I'm mm-hmm. being violent. And then he also said... I am a good man, though. You know, I I have I have a temper, my sh- but I I am a good man, though. And she was she wasn't really she was recording, but she was more so like, you know, like right. trying to she knew, sound like she knew she was wrong. Yeah, she knew that she was wrong. You know, and she didn't expect for the conversation to go like that. She thought that he was probably gonna, you know, be more mad or whatever. But yeah. I don't see how this would help her case. And then also in the footage, it looked as if he was running away from her. Oh, he was. Oh, he was oh, trying to was. get away from her. Jonathan did exactly what you're supposed to do Absolutely. if you get into an altercation with Absolutely. a woman. I tell men this all the time. If a woman hits you, if it gets physical, run. Run! Mm-hmm. Take mm-hmm. off. Mm-hmm. Don't engage in any way, run! shape, or form. Keep Sk- running. Skedaddle. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> okay. I would say she get far away. They both got a lot of stamina because they were running for a long time. Yeah, they were. Yeah, they work out together. Apparently, they was working out. And then, you know, also they said that in the video that same night, allegedly, she was out in the club and she was using the same finger that they yep. said was fractured. Yep, 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 yep. I'm waving it in the air like she just didn't care. Dang. You know, so Damn. it is what it is. Listen, um, uh, all right, well. well can I say this? Yep. Now is a great time to tell you that there's a fantastic project on Audible called Broke Down Profits, written by S.A. Cosby, executive produced by Leonard McKelvey and Kevin Hart, starring Jonathan Majors, Brian Tyree Henry, Dasha Polanco. It is a gritty thriller that I believe you will enjoy. So go check that out on Audible right now. Oh, you t- I'm glad that you took the time to cut off my last little bit of Word. Jess with the mess. For the little promo. So go connect- ahead and, and, and give an ad real quick. When well, I really story. had something important to say, but we're going to cover it in the, the next story. hour. You I, wouldn't have did that to nobody else. I, 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 before, we, before we close out, I will say this. How do you guys feel about, you know, your girlfriend or your boyfriend recording your conversations? Like, it almost mm. seems like recording. I don't have a girlfriend or boyfriend. Mm-hmm. I have a wife. Talking mm-hmm. to the people outside. Uh, people out there listening mm-hmm. okay. because you know if somebody records your That's conversation they're recording your conversation for a reason they're yeah. not recording it because they want to play it back for you later on and be like look how you acted they're recording it for a reason to use mm-hmm. it against you obviously mm-hmm. that, yeah, y- I, that's y- scary yeah, y'all, yeah. Not, y'all, y'all don't trust each other if you're doing that that's yeah right. absolutely that's just the reality and, that, and that's a huge problem that that's, a, that's really another good problem. question yeah. yeah y'all don't yeah. trust each other if you're you, doing that you don't trust each you other you never taped your, your, your wife when y'all beefing never no you you never taped but we Did also you, no. I never take yeah, anybody. So you while know, I was no. We also been together since 1998, so we ain't had that type of technology. <laughs> yeah. back then. Mm. Jesus, mm. facts. Yeah, but yeah, facts. no, I never did that. All but right. yeah, I definitely could have had another story. But go ahead, we'll be back. I after love this. you, Jess. I'm so happy to see <laughs> Jess you. Jess is back, guys. I'm so happy mm. to see my Jess. And I can read. Yeah, what's up? You did. You, you did. did. Yeah, high five. You read that good. You read that good. Front page news is next with Ted. It's the Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. Your mornings will never be the same. Morning, everybody. It's DJ NV Charlemagne the Guy. We are the Breakfast Club. Jess Hilarious is here, our mm-hmm. special guest host. Mm-hmm. And let's get in some front page news. What up, Tez? What's going on, DJ Envy? Jess Hilarious and Charlemagne the Guy. Peace, yeah. Tez. Some quick sports. The Chargers take on the Raiders tonight at 8.15. Draymond Green has been suspended indefinitely. Now, this is uh by uh I guess they're saying he struck one of the uh players on the Mavericks. So free Draymond. Okay, Draymond does not deserve to be suspended indefinitely. Does he deserve to be suspended? Yes, but you got to put a number on it. An indefinite suspension? He deserves to to have a mental evaluation, though. He definitely deserves to to definitely seek help. That's what he deserves. I don't know. I mean, I don't, I but mean, if his anger is like uncontrollable, it don't he has seem to like any out. issues. Though it just seems like he's an enforcer. Like I, I, I'm, okay. I was born in 1978. 
I grew up on the Charles Oakleys and Anthony Masons and Bill Lambeers of the world. Them dudes was way worse than Yeah, but they changed the lead because of that. And I said Mavs is actually the Timberwolves, but the problem is he just choked out Rudy Gobert less than a week ago. Let me ask you a question. You know, understand this as a comedian, Jess. We know cancel culture has changed things, right? Has changed society. Correct. Does that mean all comedians should adjust? No, there's some comedians who still give you that rawness. Yeah. Draymond still give you that rawness on the basketball court. But if you give him that rawness, you got to accept the consequences. Definitely, That's true. and That's I true. have accepted every consequence behind something that I did. But we're not gonna let you get suspended indefinitely. Mm. Y'all gotta put a number on. Yeah. How long does that sit down? <laughs> right, <laughs> you're right. Now, and also, uh, Giannis scored a high 64 points. Everybody seen Giannis running into the Pacers locker room last night. That's because one of the Pacers players. It was the first time that he scored, so he kept the game ball. But Giannis wanted the game ball because he broke a franchise record. So I don't know if Giannis ever got the game ball back, but that's why everybody seen him running into the locker room. It sounded crazy watching Giannis run after a bunch of men saying, "I want the bug. I want his bug. <laughs> I want, <my> bug. <laughs> oh, I want yeah, his bug. I want the bug. I want what language is that, yo? You asked me." <laughs> crazy. <laughs> All right. Now let's talk about impeachment. Yes. Yesterday, House Republicans voted to formalize an impeachment inquiry. We want to stress inquiry, meaning the president uh, has not been impeached, but an inquiry, which is an investigation. Now, this investigation reach a, reaches a critical juncture uh, after right wing pressure grows. Now, some people are calling right wing pressure basically former President Donald Trump. Let's take a listen. The House just voted 221 to 212 to formalize the impeachment inquiry into alleged wrongdoing by President Biden. To be clear, the president has not been impeached. This is a vote to start an investigation into whether he should be. House Republicans are accusing the president of profiting from his family's business dealings while in office. But so far, they have not presented any solid evidence of wrongdoing. At the heart of the inquiry, the president's son, Hunter, who's been in other legal hot water for failing to pay taxes on time and on gun charges. Now, um, as we covered last hour, Hunter Biden defied the subpoena uh, and said that he only wants to be asked questions in public. So this impeachment inquiry will basically give him that opportunity. Uh, Republicans argued that the impeachment was a response. Inquiry was a response to the stonewalling by the Biden administration for refusal to hand over documents. Now, House Democratic Majority Leader Representative Hakeem Jeffries had this to say. There is zero evidence that President Biden has engaged in an impeachable offense. There is zero evidence that President Biden has engaged in any wrongdoing whatsoever. There is zero evidence that President Biden has broken the law. Uh, the Republicans have now reviewed more than 100,000 pages of documents, heard from many witnesses, and they can't find a scintilla of evidence uh, to justify this impeachment inquiry. It is happening because the puppet master in chief, the former twice impeached so-called president of the United States of America, has ordered them to launch this impeachment inquiry as a political hit job on President Joe Biden. Man, call it what it is. More revenge, more payback. Why are we acting like we don't know what it is? You got Representative... Uh uh, Troy Nils of Texas, he said, we doing this just to give Trump ammo. They impeached Trump twice. Now we're going to impeach Biden so Trump can have some ammo against Biden. Mm. Trump got goons, man, ready mm. to ride. These senators is wearing poo shiesty masks and bubble ja <laughs> jackets for Trump. You hear me? Okay. That's right, Dan. Yeah. And I think I think that's what uh, uh, Hakeem Jeffries just basically said. He said it is a hit job. Too you political. Know? So, he said it too political. Yep. They got to start talking simple and plain for people, man. People, I don't... I, that sounded too political. You think, you think so? I, think, I mean, political hit job. I mean, what, job. what more can... But you in the politics, Taz. You got to make it That's simple true. and plain for the people. You know what I'm saying? Okay. Like, these niggas I'm want revenge. <laughs>
That's why they're putting cases on all you. You want to do a full training day. That's right. It pretty much affects every Tesla ever made. Take a listen. Heads up, if you drive a Tesla, there's a very good chance it was just recalled over safety concerns with the auto poles are supposed to keep you in your lane, maintain following distance, speed up and brake automatically, and include enhanced features that can help you change lanes. But it is not autonomous driving, and the recall says the autopilot system doesn't do enough to make sure you're paying attention in case something goes wrong. Specifically, the recall cites the risk of driver misuse. Tesla says it will release software updates with additional safety controls and alerts. Jess, you just bought this up. What's that movie I keep falling asleep on? Uh, Leave the World Behind. You be, you need to be very much awake for that, Charlemagne, mm -hmm. um, because that is your type of movie. You need to watch mm -hmm. that. But in the, I'm glad that, that uh, Tez bought this up because in the movie it shows a portion. I don't want to spoil it because a lot of people haven't mm -hmm. um, jumped onto it yet, but y'all need to really watch it. It's good, and it's about our country and the future of it. So I think y'all need to um, watch it. And then also the Obamas actually produced it. So that's really, really good and interesting So they, they trying to tell us something? Um, I believe so. Really? I do mm -hmm. believe so. You so in the movie I'm glad you said I'm glad you said that because Lil Duval said don't even waste your time watching it so you saying watch really? it really wow yeah. well I mean he has his opinions about things <laughs> yeah. but um yeah the movie is a really good watch and um I, I, I watched it and I heard a lot of people say oh it's dumb and I heard a lot of people say oh it's cool I don't like the way it ended it's, it's really pay attention um you need to it's it's a movie that goes beyond the surface if you are not open minded and you don't even need to know everything about politics to watch it and to know Mm -hmm. what they're trying to convey so mm -hmm. definitely watch it in the movie it's a scene about Teslas and how it, it definitely caters to this yeah well, all like, a bunch of Teslas got recalled in the movie no nah, you need to watch it sir well I will say this with, with the Teslas <laughs> that autopilot feature is not on everybody's Tesla it's a feature that you have to pay for most people don't pay for it but they mm -hmm. have a hack where they can actually put something on the steering wheel where it for the autopilot feature for people listening uh, you're supposed to touch the steering wheel every so often to show mm -hmm. that you're awake. So people have hacked it and mm -hmm. put something on the steering wheel where it seems like somebody's touching it and people have been sleeping. Oh, that's crazy. And people have been sleeping in the Tesla while the Tesla drives. So what Tesla's mm -hmm. doing is trying to make sure that people can't hack the system and do that. So that that's mm. that's why they did this oh, this crazy. recall and that's why that, and it, and the recall is going to be something different like your iPhone so they'll send it over the airwaves and then you just have to download mm. it in your system so you don't have to bring the Tesla actually into the store. Are we going to trust that though? Like mm. is people really are we going to trust just a software update like an iPhone? Well, I'm sure it's going to be more difficult. You yeah. can't probably hack the system and I will say this and I'm this is not an ad. I'm I'm not endorsed by Tesla. Mm. Right now Tesla has the best fe the best leasing features on cars right now. So if you were interested in the Tesla now is the time to look at it. The lease rates are Less than four hundred dollars, and for six months, the next six months, you can charge for free. Y'all, mm. I you. think I'm gonna pay. I did not I saw those cars running in the walls and burning. But you ain't gotta up. do the autopilot thing. You ain't gotta do the autopilot. Yeah, but you don't have to do the autopilot. Y'all trust these robots way too much. Yeah, that's, that's what I'm saying. saying. You gotta do the autopilot. Driving a computer, I'm not doing it. Nah, I'm not sleeping yeah, I'm not while a car driving. Nah, I wouldn't would do it either. Now let me give you the models right quick, guys, because I do want people to know exactly what models were affected. Model three, the 2017 to 2023. Model S, the 2012 to 2023. Sedan. Okay. Model X, the 2016 to 2023, and then Model Y, the 2020 to 2023. So, mm. I mean, y'all can take a chance on take a chance on it if you want to, but Tess, I don't know. That's all the models. That's all they got. That's, yeah, that's, all that's, of all, that's all the models. They only wow. got four models. All of them. That's all the models. Okay. Right, the truck would, just came I, out. I, yeah. I do like that Tesla Cybertruck though. That's dope. It just look cool. Bulletproof and all that. Mm. It is. Yep. Oh, I ain't Bulletproof. Bulletproof. Jesus. Yep. All right. Well, thank you, Tess. You're welcome.
And make sure you subscribe to Tesla and Figaro's podcast. It's Great Shot No Chaser podcast on the Black Effect iHeartRadio podcast network. And follow at Tesla and Figaro on all social media platforms. All right. And when we come back, we're going to be kicking it with Mia J. Uh, Mia J is Young Dolph's uh, fiance and also the mother of his children. We're going to talk about what's and, been going on with the case and, and, and an initiative she, she's doing. And she's uh, the CEO and founder of Black Men Deserve to Grow Old. That's right. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Which is a campaign she started after her brother That's right. got killed. Her brother got killed before you Dolph. Know, Dolph did. That's right. So, you know, wow. I, I, I thoroughly stand behind uh, her, 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 her uh, movement of Black Men Deserve to Grow Old. All right. And we're going to talk to her next. So don't move. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. It's DJ NV Charlemagne the Guy. We are the Breakfast Club. We also have Lauren LaRosa, which is our guest host. We got a special guest in the building. We have Miss Mia J. Welcome. Hello, hello. How are you guys? How are you feeling? Good morning. What's happening? I'm feeling pretty blessed. Good, good, good. If, if you don't know who Mia J is, of course, uh, she's Young Doll's fiance, also the mother of his children. Uh, and I just want to say thank you because uh, last year we went on this, uh, well, this year we went on a, a, a huge car show tour and you allowed me to share some of Young Dolph's works with the world. For sure. Uh, cars and artifacts and jewelry. And it was just a, it, just an amazing show. So I just want to say thank you for allowing us to do that and show that to the world. For sure. Thank you for even inviting us and thinking of us to collaborate together. No, I think it was a great collaboration. I just want to say thank you for that. And I, lo- I love your black men deserve to grow old movement. Tell, tell people what that is. So um, that movement, it started off as a campaign, honestly. Um, I lost my brother in 2020 to gun violence. He was an honest working man, had a car dealership. Um, one of his customers took his life. And after that happened, it, it really devastated me. Like We were three years apart. If you see my children, mm-hmm. like just how they interact, engage, um, that was me and my brother. So mm-hmm. I was just, you know, like I couldn't believe that somebody would take his life so uh, frivolously mm-hmm. um, and so it prompted me to start you know and then I also was talking to a girl I went to high school with and people that were around me like oh my brother got killed too and the guy who did it he was out on bond he was a, a facing attempted murder and he took my brother life in the process and mm-hmm. I, it was just happening so much and we were just talking I'm like black men deserve to grow old mm-hmm. like that is so messed up that like it's so risky the odds be stacked against um, black men like they are and so I started it as a campaign just to raise money mm-hmm. for uh, a few the families that I were talking to, like the um, the different people who were connected to me that had experienced loss, uh, as well as my sister-in-law, just to be able to help. And I wanted to raise awareness like, y'all, this interracial crime problem that we have, mm-hmm. you know, where we're just taking each other's lives real senselessly. The love is lacking. Um, we need to do something about it. So I started it as a campaign in 2021. Um, and then like three months later, Dolph was taken the same type of way, like mm-hmm. just violently, prematurely, um, it, without a, it's like reason wise, it's like, it's not a good reason for these men just to be snatched for them, for them, for, from their families and right. communities and stuff. And so it just, after his death, it just amplified people listen more. Um, I think it res the message resonated more like, dang, you were talking about that. And then it happened to you even closer than it did before. Mm-hmm. So that's black men deserve to grow old to a call of action and and a um a message that's meant to be spread within the black community first and foremost that we need to do better amongst one another because mm-hmm. we've taken fathers from families um like mentors from communities and all of that senselessly we need to do something about it how, how are you holding up i mean it must, I must you must feel it every time there's a court case every time you hear the music so how are you doing 
So for sure, I mean, I feel it. it it's like a I, I relive my life, you know, like over and over again, like that particular day, the taking of in so many different types of ways. And to be honest with you, the question was asked when we were here, like, how do you maintain your strength? I'd be like, man, from God, I really don't have a true answer outside of that because it is heavy. It is a, you know, me, me, me using my voice. To advocate for the people I love the most that was taken from me violently and it's not just for them it's for our whole community because this could happen to anybody's family mm-hmm. brother husband fiance whoever and it's like it's heavy but the burden feels very light and mm-hmm. I can't quite explain what that why mm-hmm. other than like it gotta be God you know mm-hmm. um, he gave me this he knew when he created me that I was going to be carrying out this task. I mm-hmm. didn't. You know, you mm-hmm. couldn't have told me November 17th that this was something I was going to have to carry. And so for me to be able to stand up, for me to be able to hear his music, all it does is like really fuel me. Mm-hmm. Um, when I hear like his 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 interviews, I didn't listen to him like that when he was here because I was too busy being a mom and taking care mm-hmm. of the family and doing things. Um, and I just couldn't keep up with everything he had going on. But mm-hmm. now when I listen, it's like I feel like he's giving me messages or I take them as messages of encouragement Mm -hmm. and just like keeping me going and you know like I don't know I'd be thankful that he has so much on wax Mm -hmm. you know Mm -hmm. I I wonder about that I don't think you ever truly heal from the type of trauma you experience but when you constantly see you know his interviews or you know videos because you know I feel like I'm always seeing Dolph on my timeline does that does that help or hurt I mean I feel like it helps because Mm -hmm. it's it's peace you know, he brought peace in my life. Like mm-hmm. my that that life that I spent with him, it was a beautiful time in my life. Even though in the thick of it, I'm gonna be honest. You know, you go through so much with people, but the the good definitely always outweighed the bad. Mm-hmm. And it's like when I reflect on who he was to me, it's like I smile. Like it's mm-hmm. like it re- I hear his laugh or so many things that re- that that sparks a, re- a memory from the time that I'm I enjoyed the most. You know, mm-hmm. so I don't. It's, like, I feel good to hear him, see him. I smile. You know, sometimes I could shed tears, but they're not always tears of sorrow. It's because I've now accepted that we're only here for a final um, amount of time. And mm. we ain't meant to be here forever. We I mean, all got to check out at some point. And unfortunately, he did. But I love hearing him and seeing him. When you uh, talk about, like, the interviews that you watch that make you smile or maybe you start your day with, what's, like, one of your go-to things or, like, messages that he has out in the world? To be honest, it's really one of his songs. <laughs> the mm-hmm. One of the songs when I really, uh, my go-to is, like, this song called You Got It with Vito. Mm-hmm. And I feel like he talking to me. Uh, I, 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 almost, I mean, when he was here and he played the song, I was like, oh, you talking about me? But it's like this you know like baby you got it you look like a goddess you got me like the words that he's saying it's like when I need to be picked up like Mm -hmm. to find another one like you I doubt it Mm -hmm. you know um, just all of these different types of things like it's girl it's your world they can't do nothing about it like it's something that breathes life into me like just keep going that he will he will he will be proud of you just for keeping going you know Mm -hmm. I'm seeing you speak out about uh, the criminal case and you said that you've had some frustrations like and you've been advocating for a fair trial what do you mean when you say a fair trial so it's a lot of things it's a lot of things obviously i can't say um but the the thing is is that you know each victim they have victims a victim's bill of rights right and you're supposed to communicate with them you're supposed to update them it's been things that like i've been updated via the the media you know and it's just a form of disrespect that i felt like why should i get on the internet and see anything Mm -hmm. there first you know and i just feel like the courtesy let us know it's been things that you know just the way 
I feel like the family was being handled just as when they do give us updates. And we're like, oh, we don't like how that, you know, that, that don't sound kind of right. Like a low bond like that. And it's like, well, this is what we doing. And I've talked to other people consulting with other attorneys and U.S. former U.S. attorneys. And they're like, well, you know, your ver- your voice should be heard. Like mm-hmm. if it's something that you guys are not really liking, it doesn't sit well. Like have they tried to, you know, talk to you guys about meeting in a, a better common ground or presenting different types of terms? I'm like, no, it's pretty much like. This is what it is. Mm-hmm. You like it. This is what we doing. And, you know, it's a U.S. case. And so it's not a Dolph case or whatever the case may be. But I'm like, listen, this is not fair the way that this is being handled. And if we have rights as victims, like, let's honor those rights and let's respect the family and let's do a better job of communicating and making sure that the family is you know, in agreement with what's going on a little bit more. All right, we got more with Mia J. When we come back, of course, that's Young Doll's fiance, the mother of his children. She has a lot to discuss, so don't go anywhere. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow the global story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. This is it. Your moment. This is your time to make your comeback with Purdue Global. When you come back with a Purdue Global degree, you create opportunity for yourself, your family, and your future. It's a degree you can be proud of, a degree that employers will trust and respect. Purdue Global offers working adults like you over 175 flexible degree programs to meet your specific career goals. These include associate, bachelor's, master's, and doctoral degrees and certificates. Purdue Global degree programs range from nursing to business to communication and more. Whatever your interest, we have the degree that will move you forward. You have the knowledge. You have the experience. Now it's time to get credit for the work you've done and earn the recognition you deserve with Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. You know you're worth it. We do too. So don't wait another second to get the degree that will take your career to the next level. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. We are the voice of NASCAR. The green flag is in the air, and we are underway. The great American race. The Motor Racing Network. NASCAR Cup, Xfinity, and Craftsman Truck Series Racing. Live on your hometown radio station and MRN or NASCAR.com. Martinsville, Talladega, the Chicago Street Course. We have the side-by-side action, and last lap passes for the win. Photo finishes. Ryan Blaney will win. The voice of NASCAR, the Motor Racing Network. Hey, this is Christina Quinn. I'm the host of Try This, the Washington Post's new series of audio courses. The idea behind Try This is to become better functioning humans without having to comb the internet for countless hours. In our first course, we learned how to sleep better. Now, we're going to learn how to make our friendships stronger. I'll offer expert tips that are doable, and I'll keep it short. So let's do this. Classes in session. Find Try This from the Washington Post wherever you listen. Live Nation presents Concert Week. Now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirk Bentley, Fade, Hootie and the Blowfish, Janet Jackson, Kids Bob Kids, Megan Trainor, Bissell Pluma, Sarah McLaughlin. Get tickets to more than 5,000 summer shows for just $25. Until now through May 14th. 
Visit LiveNation.com slash Concert to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum 41, 30 Seconds from Mars, oh, and two-door cinema club. Morning, everybody. It's DJ NV Charlamagne the Guy. We are The Breakfast Club. We're still kicking it with Mia J. Mia J, of course, is Young Doll's fiance, the mother of his children. She has an organization that she's promoting. Black men deserve to grow old. What's your, what's your thoughts on Memphis? How do you feel about Memphis? Because, of course, he, he was killed in Memphis. But Memphis has so much love for Dolph, right? And, and I've seen it at the car show we did in Memphis. I mean, the amount of people that came out and was crying and just happy to see everything from his, his artifacts to how it was built to the, the Dolph Museum that was built. What's your thoughts on that? Because they took your baby. Yeah, no, for sure. And my brother. Because <laughs> mm-hmm. my brother was there, too. Mm-hmm. You know, it's bittersweet for me because Memphis is very supportive even of me, the movement, my kids. Um, just everything you know like Dolph and it's really like kind of split like for me it's very hard because I'm this person that's like listen like you with me you with me you not like just get away from me type of thing and it's kind of hard with it being a city where you know you could be in support over here you could be in support there just different types of places and stuff like that and it makes me feel uncomfortable because I'll be like where are you really staying like, I feel like that's what kind of be in the back of my mind in mm-hmm. a sense you know safety wise it's just like not even just in terms of Dolph it's just like it keeps seeming like it's being worse and worse and not just in Memphis but in a lot of urban areas where for mm-hmm. me safety wise I'm like listen I don't want to be nowhere near it, you know, mm-hmm. but at the same time, it's so hard not to because he did love that place and there is so much work to be done and there is a huge support. And I do have a love for Memphis because that's where I did my 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 growing years. I grew up as a young woman in Memphis, so I definitely have love, but it's very bittersweet. Is it, is it true the judge was removed from the case? It was. It was. That's what that was one of the um, things that I learned via the Internet, via mm-hmm. social media. Why? Why? So how I how I understand it, he was removed because there was a um, one of the defendants, right? Him. He made a song in in jail, and he was reprimanded by the judge. But the judge judge didn't follow the proper protocol in reprimanding him, and so for that, um, he had to you know recuse himself. Which basically, like, hey, you know, if this wouldn't have happened now, later on mm-hmm. down the line, it could have been like we want to. This trial, or something. yeah, or something like that. So it, it, I see the benefit, but also it's just, it was just so many things about it, the questions that I had, like you know, kind of, it, it's just a lot. And, and, and I guess you have to understand the legal system for how those type of technicalities happen. But it's basically how it happened. Um, but he's a seasoned judge, you know, very seasoned. Of I've, I've done my research on him, very fair. Mm-hmm. Seemed like he would be very appropriate for the case, but things have happened in a different type of way so I am shocked when the defendants got bond though but for, for a crime so heinous I'm, I'm shocked they yeah. gave him a bond when you asked about that what was the explanation of like even just the, the number well they they're very vague you know so and I get that like and I, and I honor the vagueness because there is a sensitivity that you got to protect information and stuff so they weren't very direct about why that happened right um, but they they said that this was one of the best. This was a, a, a decision that they had to make that they felt like they were making a pretty much good decision. Um, so we got to wait and see. You just have to trust so much right now in things mm-hmm. that you don't understand. Yeah. Is that is that really tough? Like, what do you worry about most when it comes to the case? And you know what? I'm glad you just said it's like the trust so much. That's where that's why it pulls you. It like for me, I've just been pulled to like you got to just trust God. You got to lean not to your own understanding. You got to lean to God's understanding because I will never understand why he was taken to why the process is like what it is to so many different types of things. And that's why I'm like, you know, you know what? Let me just make sure my heart stay in the right type of posture and condition. 
so the my prayers can be honored like that justice will be served and that i will one day understand soon enough you know because it's nothing i can't sit back and just keep worrying about it because it's not going to do any justice for my body my physical health my mental health my spiritual health me being able to have the strength to keep going for my children i just got to be able to trust in the process and just know that like everything is gonna work out for the good you know and how, how are your kids doing um my kids to be honest they're doing a lot better you mm. know um i was listening to um this interview the other day with charleston white and he was talking about the effects of like uh, young boys or whatever and they get so angry and when they're young they don't have their fathers they have so much anger bent um, pent up in them and they end up channeling that anger in different types of ways and end up wanting to take somebody's life and this and that or whatever and I can and when I was listening to it my son I recognized my son after his father passed up until like probably the beginning of this year so angry and was never that child like he when I tell you like stellar child he was that um, but he was so angry and like I'm talking about like if I was like give me the phone he like no like he want to step up to me anybody he'll step up to anybody and he so that's trauma though he's just projecting the pain and the hurt he feels from losing his father he was but like he said you gotta channel that and I understood it and it was making me mad sometimes I'm like listen I'm restraining myself right now cause you got me messed up coming at me like that but I was like, I'm going to find a proper help for you. So I put him in a mentorship program and a karate program. And he even tried his, his karate uh, coach or whatever. Like, if you mm -hmm. see this big guy right here, he about that size. Mm -hmm. And he was like, I'm about to let him know I ain't scared of him. I'm scared of not. I'm, I mean, I'm tired of not speaking up and saying he was seven years old at the time. Mm -hmm. Seven years old talking about I'm or eight years old. I'm tired of not letting him, you know, like making him feel like I'm scared of him. And I was like, I don't think he think you scared of him. He was like, well, I'm going to speak up. He spoke up. He stepped to the dude. He got picked up by his little karate suit up in the air about six <laughs> feet off the ground or uh, about three feet off the ground. And he got dealt with. And I had to allow that to happen because, I mean, it was hard to watch. But oh, you were I, there when it happened? Yeah, I was there. I had to walk out because I was like, listen, I just don't know. <laughs> like, but I needed to let it happen because I did respect his mentor, his, um, his, his coach or whatnot. And it needed to happen. And from that day on, he ain't tried me, him, <laughs> nobody. And he told the coach told him like, man, you got a spirit that's trying to get you to, to, uh, to, to self-destruct. You angry. I understand, but you need to learn how to control it. Self-control is everything. Right. And, and afterwards I was like, what did daddy used to always say? He was like, if you're not in control, you out of control. Mm. And I was like, so we need to stay in control because being out of control, like you mm. got to maintain self-control. And so we worked through those. And when I tell you, from that day and just ongoing, my son, it's like a burden was lifted off of him. Mm -hmm. And he's doing so much better, so mm -hmm. much back kind of to his old ways and um, his old self. And I'd be thankful for that, just for channeling that energy in the right type of direction, you know? Do you, do you have any concerns that justice won't be served? I don't. Um, I don't have that because I, I just, I really, really stand firm stand real firm that it will and I don't even want to start to allow myself to, to to diverge into different ways of thinking that it won't like I don't even want that that that's because that's negativity to me like that ain't nothing but a negative thought and I can't even let that just enter inside of me or you know like take over me or even be a thought like I, I gotta have positive thoughts and justice will be served you know can you break down uh mind frame early on right and the reason I ask is before the breakfast club 16, 17 years ago, Dolph always had a mind frame of what he wanted to do business-wise, right? He never signed to a major. He didn't want to sign to a major. Everything was independent. You know, most of that comes from, of course, your queen. You're having conversations late at night. So explain that mind frame of where it came from and what, what was some of the thought process back then? 
So I think Dolph, like he just really believed in ownership. Um, he did. And I think that ultimately he Dolph almost like he used to always say like he didn't think he was going to be there long, like he, he was going to live long. Right. And he used to say that mm. because he felt like that it was so he had so many near death experiences. Like I used to be like you like a cat with nine lives. Like literally I'm talking about before any of the ones that we know about publicly. Right. I'm talking about car accidents to all type of stuff. You know what I'm saying? And he is like every time he made a new year, you know, he was just like, I'm just thankful. I, I'm grateful to be here. But I think that he wanted to leave something behind. He wanted to do something um, for his family that, you know, like to just set them up. And I think ownership in his mind, like what he knew about it and what he was learning about it, like if I don't own it, you know what I'm saying? What can I really pass down like that? You know, mm -hmm. even at some point of the fizzle. So I think it was a lot of that. And it was that determination. Like, I want to do something for my family with within my lifetime. I want to set my family up mm -hmm. in a way that, you know, it it account for generations. Like, because he would talk about generational. Just looking back when we would have those conversations. Yeah, I'm going to be there. Boo, yeah. Generational wealth us. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I'm there with you. What you need me to do? But I didn't really understand his. I didn't. I didn't understand at that time. All right, we have more with me and Jay when we come back. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. Morning, everybody. It's DJ NV Charlemagne the Guy. We are The Breakfast Club. We're still kicking it with Mia Jay. Mia Jay, of course, is Young Doll's fiance, the mother of his children. She has an organization that she's promoting. Black men deserve to grow old. Charlemagne? Is it true he owned over 100 properties in Memphis? Um, Doff owned properties, not just in Memphis, but he owns properties just like across the, you know, just the Nate like uh, the country or whatever mm -hmm. so it's not just in Memphis um, and he did do a lot of investing in the right areas mm -hmm. you know like he he would just reinvest his money um, really wisely you know and different types of ventures and things like that so he definitely was just like I said just very committed to establishing you know just uh, like I said the milestones for generational wealth so y'all straight yeah, thank God. Praise <laughs> be to God. Thank praise God. To God. Thank God. Like what's, we are. What's your day to day like now? Like as a mom, as a business owner. I think you know we talk to you a lot about like Dolph, but like what 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 are you like on a day to day as a businesswoman because of all of that that you got to watch and be a part of? Man, like I'm gonna say running around with a chicken, mm -hmm. <laughs> like a chicken with my head cut off, and not like seriously because it really everything works its way out, but. You know, it's like I'm taking on mommy, daddy business. Like I'm, I have so much more responsibility than when he was here, right? And um, it's just like I have to take off multiple hats. So I start off the day I'm mommy. You know what I'm saying? Making sure lunches get out. All of the same stuff I used to do. Lunches get out. Um, breakfast gets made. Kids get out to school. Then I'm working on various parts of my business. Um, the advocacy part of my business. Trying to actually, like you know. We got to make money to keep the business sustaining itself and stuff like that. So that part of it, leading a team, doing that, having to cut that off clean. Like, you know, so when my kids come home, they have me back. Mm -hmm. And that's such a I, I can say when he was here, he didn't want me to work at all. Like anything that I was doing at that time in his life, he probably was like, you're getting on my nerves. Can you just be in the kitchen, cook us some good meals? Uh, make a smoothie I don't know Y'all had a thing one time He's like mm -hmm. Can you make me a smoothie mm -hmm. But just doing all of these things Keeping the family together That was my priority mm -hmm. um, And you know The only way that he bought into it Was that Like I, I used to be like Let me do my chores first And then I go do my business Right mm -hmm. So now that's the same mindset That I have Like okay Let me do my chores My chores is being there For my kids Doing homework All of that stuff Once that's done Then you can do Whatever you want to do Business wise And that's kind of I'm juggling that and it becomes very chaotic and a lot, but I'm getting through it. Mm -hmm. 
I'm getting through. Were y'all planning the wedding? We were like so we were we were in that like listen um, we were just we had just told our therapist or whatever like we're ready to start doing premarital. Oh, y'all was going to therapy. Yes. Okay. Um, we were doing therapy and it was I, I would recommend that to anybody if you want to break yeah. stuff of wanting to like walk away or anything within your relationship go to therapy first mm-hmm. and we had a faith based therapist and that really helped us a lot because. That's really where relationship starts or whatever. And it started to, I could even see the changes in him, like with our, like the, what is the duty of a husband? And, a, you know, like the, you're the leader of the household. And so a lot of things, like when she would put things in certain types of ways, he was grasping it. He was changing. He, I could see how he was dealing with me and me too. What's the duties of a wife? And so we got to a point where we was like, we cannot wait to, to like celebrate this moment because we, we've mm-hmm. come a long way. And so she had just sent me like on November 15th. She had just sent me the questions for the premarital counseling. And I was like, okay, when he comes back from out of town, he had left that Monday. Let's see. I think that was the same day that he left to go to Memphis was the day she sent it to me. And I was like, okay, um, our our sessions was on Wednesday. I was like, he going to be out of town. But once he comes back, we going to get on so we can start doing this. And one of my girlfriends was planning like a big party uh, for future, actually. And... I was like, as soon as you get done, she was a wedding planner. I was like, as soon as you get done with that, we're going to send our little deposit and get started. And it's going to, it was going to be a surprise wedding. We didn't want, we wanted people to show up for my birthday. And they thought they was coming to like a ball, a gala or mm-hmm. whatever. And we were going to get married. And he wanted his, his parents to have their vows renewed there. Oh, man. Um, and it, that's, that's where we were in the planning phase of things. It was like, mm-hmm. we ready to celebrate how far we've come. And that, that, that Wednesday came and it was like, I, you could have never, paid me to believe that we wasn't going to have a chance to dive in like the questions I was like these questions good like I cannot <laughs> wait to go into therapy with him with these and we just never made it there yeah. never yeah, made it there I'm so sorry that you got to go through any of this absolutely you know that's why your your organization your movement is so important mm-hmm. you know, even just putting that into the universe black men deserve to grow old yes we do black women as well but yes black men definitely absolutely you know so it's just yeah, man. I just I'm sending you healing energy always. Absolutely. I really do. Mm-hmm. We appreciate you for joining yeah. us. And how can people what's, follow yeah, what's you? What's the future of the movement and, and everything? Yeah. The future is to amplify this message, um, to continue to create dope products. Like I, I, I look at this like anything that say black men deserve to grow old. Like when people wear, you're like a walking billboard. Like you're spreading a message. Like when from from one black man to another wearing it, it's like at this point, this is like a. A, a peace like you know like a sign of peace like bro I'm not coming for you like I'm I'm with you like you mm-hmm. deserve to grow old I deserve to grow old it's it's embodying love for one another you don't gotta know somebody to have love for them to just have like man I wanna see you make it home to your family just like I wanna make it to mine that's right that's the message that I want to to kinda just be resonating as you see person to person to person mm-hmm. I want this to be something that's global like like people are walking a, a, across um, just different areas and stuff like that and seeing this message. And the thing is, it's not to say that nobody else deserves to grow old. We all do, you know, but mm-hmm. they're the odds stacked up against a black man's life. Not even as much as a black woman, but a black man. Like you walk out your door in the morning, you're just trying to provide a living mm-hmm. for your family. It can come from a police trying to, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Think that you a thug or you doing something you wasn't supposed to be doing and your life being snatched. It could be a, a a dude that's been watching you like, bro, you've been coming up. Yo, you get money out here. Let me let me snatch that up off of you. Mm-hmm. Right. And taking your life. It could be so many different types of ways. And that 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 backbone of our community, you know, like our society, like we need strong black males to help guide the young males. I can't teach my son like in that situation I told y'all, I can't mm-hmm. teach my son how to be a man mm-hmm. or right. how to be fearless or 
he gonna have to hear that from a, a, another man and it would the best person is his father you mm. know especially if he can be healthy and whole to be able to show up and be that mentor for his family you know and so we just need them to grow old so they can be able to learn and gain mm. wisdom and and give that wisdom and and mentorship is needed in our community so we, we can flourish as a community otherwise we're just gonna continue to have a, a genocide happening mm. before our very eyes how can people follow you and, and purchase some hoodies and sweatshirts if they want? So they can follow uh, Black Men Deserve to Grow Old on IG, on um, all platforms. Black Men Deserve to Grow Old. Um, go to BMDTGO. We shorten it for y'all. <laughs> like uh, BMDTGO is just the acronym for Black Men Deserve to Grow Old. Mm-hmm. Uh, dot com. You can follow me at I am Mia J on IG and platforms as well. We just like, yeah, just go on there, buy mm-hmm. something, show your support, your advocacy. Help us spread this message because that's what's needed. All right. And we thank you again for joining us. We appreciate Absolutely. you. Thank Absolutely. You. Mia J, it's the Breakfast Club. Good morning. Let's jump right into the rumors with Jack. The news is real. The news is real. Jack Solari's Jessica Robin Moore. Just don't do no lying. This is the rumor report. I don't do that. Stop. It's just for the mess. I know this is real. On the Breakfast Club. I know they know this is for the stop. Meg the Stallion addresses Party's recent interviews. Party Why are you Fun- jumping like that? Because we got to we got to get this right, going. Go let's go. <laughs> Party Fontaine is on a promo run for his EP Sex Tape. He's done interviews, including one here on Breakfast Club, uh, where he shared details about his relationship with Meg the Stallion. One of those things he spoke about uh, was the ac- accusation of him receiving oral in Meg's bed. What we what we got, Red? Was that really about you when she said she caught her man? Getting the in her bed was that about you? I didn't know if that was about you or she was just rapping. I ain't seen nobody else trend. I only seen, I only seen. But that most, don't mean nothing. You know the truth. Most, I do, I do know the truth, and I know, I know what was discussed between us. So is that something she accused you of getting in her bed? It's a, it's a loose interpretation of mm-hmm. events. Make it tight for us, like we want to understand. <laughs> because when you say you walked into your man getting in the bed, I'm, env- that, I'm envisioning that sound, her. That walk- sounds very specific. Yeah, right? I'm envisioning her walking yeah, and, in and going and, off on shorty. And, so. and, and this is, and this is why I was like, this is absolutely not the case, and that's why I felt like a record, like the person needed to happen with that, with that uh one line. A lot of people are like, oh, it's one line, one line. That one line like made people not want to interview me. So that that one, it hurt me personally, and then two, it, it like tarnished my image. It tarnished my, you know what I'm saying? Tarnished who I was as a person. Now to his point, that's what I was saying. I I I agree with that. Um, if you're just catching up, Megan spoke on catching one of her exes, of course, you know, getting oral in her bed that she sleeps in in her song Cobra. She never said which ex it was, but fans of social media uh, users assumed assume that it was Party because that was her most recent in public relationship since Moneybag Yo. I mean, who else would you be talking about? Meg's phone must have been blowing up or something because she caught one of Party's interviews real fast and then she got on live and said this. You don't hurt. I didn't do that. Well, why the f- is you responding to me? Do you know how many f- y'all claim I done f- with? Why are you answering? Why are you trying to make that shoe fit? Was it you getting your d- up in the same spot I was sleeping? If you say it wasn't you, why the hell is you dissing me? Like, what the f- is going on? Why are you talking to me? I wasn't, if you said I wasn't talking to you, I wasn't talking to you. Like, you just wanted to f- find a reason to bash me. It, it seems very strategic. Like, it feels like they getting on making ass. All right, let me go get on her ass too. Like, <laughs> if I'm not talking about you, why the hell are you talking about me? I don't have anything bad to say about my ex. I genuinely don't. If I'm not talking about you, why are you talking about me? Why are you making the shoe fit, Cinderella? Well, here's the thing, right? If you don't want your peace disturbed, don't disturb the peace of others. Megan did all. mention him in the line, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. No, we don't know no, if it was him, though. She, but we do know. She said that she, she had other exes, and it <laughs> might not be relatable to him. 
She might, she might have been rapping about but her I, ex before party. I did ask party that, are you sure it was you? Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So is it party or not? Because if not, then she's kind of gaslighting them a little bit. Yeah, it, it obviously it is party. You okay. know what I'm saying? You you put a line in the song about somebody. You know what I'm about saying? An ex, yeah. And then he responds. I mean, about an ex. Mm-hmm. He responds. Mm-hmm. You know, and you get upset. So if it's not me, you should say it's not me. Yep, you should say it's not me. Yeah, yeah. Yep, 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 definitely. Party returned a favor and got on his Instagram live to defend himself yet again. What's the point of doing said, all these interviews? Then? I you know, get on live. Exactly. The things that they ask me about are things that I never intended to ever, ever talk about. You know what I'm saying? I never I never intended to, to speak on none of these things, but I'm somewhat of a public figure, I guess, and people want to know. In all actuality... These things is never even easy for me to talk about. Like they never, it's never something I want to speak on. But if you watch my interviews in their entirety, I always speak about exactly what happens, exactly how I feel, without even giving too much. Cause I don't like to dive into too much. But I have no problem taking accountability. I, that's what it is. Yeah. Let's let's talk about what the definition is. Yeah, I did that. Yeah. Find me an interview where I say no, not once. But I just don't appreciate people throwing rocks and hiding their hand. I was chilling. I was cooling. And, and throwing rocks and hiding your hands is just, that's not good behavior. I just think on both ends, you know, they were talking about each other, so they shouldn't be explaining. Um, they shouldn't be explaining. But like, you know, uh, like they, oh, I wasn't, it wasn't about you. If, if the shoe fits, Cinderella, where, see, like y'all was talking about each other. See, but this is, this is the thing, Jess, right? We, we people, I ain't gonna say we, we get on these artists when they say we just make a, a, a twerk sounding song and they just do nothing with twerk. They, they don't put enough of their life into a song, right? Then she mm-hmm. puts her life into a song and she's dated a, 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 a numerous guys that we, we, we think. Mm-hmm. So it didn't have to be about party. It could have been about anybody that she was talking oh, about way. one of her exes. And now y'all saying y'all want her to, to, to talk her feelings in the song and then at the end, they, by the way, it wasn't party. Oh, no, like, she's just expressing her feelings in the song. What okay. I always thought about the Meg song was crazy was the fact mm-hmm. that that's the line y'all focused on. This young woman is in there talking about how she contemplates suicide Correct. and she's mm-hmm. depressed and everything else. And what y'all latch on to is who's getting head in the bed? Mm-hmm. Like, come well, on, man. Well, I think they latched on to it um, so much, so much because Nobody ever knew why they broke up. They just bro- mm. broke up, and you but know, we still don't the- even know if that, don't know. if that if party was the person she was talking about. It could have been the ex before party. It could have been the ex after party. It could. We don't know. And we still don't know if that's the reason they broke up. <laughs> okay, we just no, that, that's the thing. We don't know. So that's what people are doing. They're just Correct. picking. They do the, like they do this with everybody. I'm just know? mad. Party went on live after sitting up here for an hour. Like, yeah, we're gonna do that right here. Right? We could have the, the views. And I'm so mad you that Megan went live and said all of that. You know, after mm-hmm. she obviously has been trying to get in touch with some type of peace. Mm-hmm. She's been doing True. a lot of healing. She signed to a new music group. Congratulations. Uh, congratulations on that. And mm-hmm. and she went live. And she also mentioned um, some things with Tory Lanez and her ex-best friend, Kelsey. We got that audio, too. Motherfuckers is getting denied every time they try to set a motion for a new trial. So they trying to pull shit out the air. I'm not about to keep going with y'all. Y'all defending somebody who didn't even take the stand and defend themselves. Y'all literally believe anything if it's bold and in all caps. Imagine somebody saying that they did not commit a crime and not defending themselves to the T. Imagine y'all saying somebody is... Following the street code, not snitching. Are you snitching or are you not snitching? Because y'all trying to pretend like Kelsey shot me. Kelsey didn't mother- shoot me. And I really wonder why she, her main problem with me was, you won't tell people I didn't shoot you. I was like, Kelsey, I don't want to talk about this on social media at all. But now you won't even get online and defend yourself. So that really just proves my points. Either you took some money or your life is in danger. If you did, if you say you didn't shoot me, why won't you get on the stand and say I didn't shoot this b-? If she did it, why wouldn't you just say she did it? Kelsey, if you did not do it, why won't you just say I did not do it? 
Why well, make circling the block on Tory? Uh, because you know this has been going on that they've been saying it's been speculations that uh, Kelsey is the one that shot her. I've been saying this since the very beginning. Like they've been saying that Tory, uh, that they both put it on Tory. Mm-hmm. I think a new know, affidavit to, to came save out. her best friend. I think a new affidavit came out from uh, the driver or security guard that mm-hmm. made a statement that I very guess, recently, very yeah, recently, and, that, that and I think she was, she was the one with yeah, the responding gun. to that. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm that getting... was new evidence that, that I mean, you know, something new that had came out that they said that mm-hmm. uh, Tory. I mean, not Tory. Uh, Kelsey had had the gun, but all Kelsey wanted Megan to do was say, "Shane shoot me." You know what I'm saying? You got on, yeah, you did get online, and you you said who did shoot you? And at, at first, you know, it it seemed like you didn't want to talk about it online at all, but you in fact went live and you was talking about it. Your best friend just wanted her name cleared. That's why. Um, I don't know what Kelsey is doing now and all of that stuff. I do remember her uh, telling me that she was about to do love and hip hop. Personally, she told me that she was about to do it. It never happened. Don't know what happened with that. Haven't talked to her since. But she was about to go and do it and, and stuff. But I mean, it never that that never happened. All, but yeah, all, all I'm getting from all of this is folks want people to be clear about who they talking to and who they talking about. Mm-hmm. Party wants Meg to be clear about who she's talking to when she says she got cheated on. Meg wants Kelsey to be clear about you know who what happened. Mm-hmm. Like that's all. Everybody just wants people to be clear. Nah, I think the people. Everybody's catering to with the people. They, like they, I'm saying, yes, yeah, correct. social media. They, they they're caring too much about spectators and commentators and people that really don't make no mind that at the end true. of the. I mean, make no difference at the end of the day. Everybody knows what happened, and and we just have to wait until they say whatever happened was real. If, I if, hate if, to see this though. I hate it's to see out it already. What Jess is saying is so true though, man. Because it's just like if you know the truth, the truth should be enough for you. I ain't trying to convince That's nobody it. if I know what the hell. But Megan Meg did say something like, you know, just because it's in bold and just because it's it's written. Don't make it real. That's how I feel about your bid. That's how I feel about these dudes when they spray their hairlines on. Just because it's big I'll go back and me. bold I'll go back and me. black, no it don't mean it's real. You want to see something big and bold? Ah, and you couldn't black. say black because you're beige. Because you're beige. Because you're beige. You couldn't say black because you're beige. And black. Because I'm black. Even, even though I'm beige, I'm black. Let's go to Donkey. Oh, God. <laughs> the Breakfast Club. Your mornings will never be the same. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. This is it, your moment. This is your time to make your comeback with Purdue Global. When you come back with a Purdue Global degree, you create opportunity for yourself, your family, and your future. It's a degree you can be proud of, a degree that employers will trust and respect. Purdue Global offers working adults like you over 175 flexible degree programs to meet your specific career goals. These include associate, bachelor's, master's, and doctoral degrees and certificates. Purdue Global degree programs range from nursing to business to communication and more. Whatever your interest, we have the degree that will move you forward. You have the knowledge. You have the experience. Now it's time to get credit for the work you've done and earn the recognition you deserve with Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. You know you're worth it. We do too. So don't wait another second to get the degree that will take your career to the next level. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. 
We are the voice of NASCAR. The green flag is in the air, and we are underway. The great American race. The Motor Racing Network. NASCAR Cup, Xfinity, and Craftsman Truck Series Racing. Live on your hometown radio station and MRN or NASCAR.com. Martinsville, Talladega, the Chicago Street Course. We have the side-by-side action and last lap passes for the win. Photo finishes. Ryan Blaney will win. The voice of NASCAR, the Motor Racing Network. The 2024 presidential campaign features two candidates who are very well-known to Americans. And yet, there's complexity at every turn. Criminal trials for one of those candidates. Young voters who are angry. The Campaign Moment podcast from The Washington Post gives you what matters. I'm Aaron Blake, and I'm covering my 10th election cycle. My colleagues and I have insights that you won't find anywhere else. So follow the Campaign Moment right now, wherever you're listening. Live Nation presents Concert Week. Now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirk Bentley, Fade, Hootie and the Blowfish, Janet Jackson, Kids Bob Kids, Megan Trainor, Bissell Puma, Sarah McLaughlin. Get tickets to more than 5,000 summer shows for just $25. Until now through May 14th. Visit LiveNation.com slash Concert to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum 41, 30 Seconds from Mars, oh, and Two Door Cinema Club. Damn, the hee-haw again. <laughs> it's time for Donkey of the Day. I'm not even trying to be Donkey of the Day no more. They should be embarrassed by what they already did. I I'm not making these people do these things. Call Donkey of the Day and... It really caught me off guard. Damn, Charlemagne, who got the donkey of the day today? Well, Jess Hilarious, uh, donkey of the day for Thursday, December 14th, goes to two men, one named Michael Green, the other named Byron Bolden, collectively known as the KitchenAid Mixer Crew. They are called the KitchenAid Mixer. It's those individuals who, you know, used to go in TJ Maxx and Marshalls, you know, uh, sometimes a store in the mall like Bloomingdale's or something, J.C. Macy's. Macy's. <laughs> And they would steal, okay? Back in the day, they would steal the polo, the Tommy Hilfiger. Some of them, if they were really good, could go in a big lot or something like that and catch a microwave, a TV, some socks, whatever it was. They would bring it back to the hood and sell it for the low, low. And if you were selling crack at any point in your life like I was, you could barter a few things, okay? You could barter, you know, some items for some rocks, okay? <laughs> Jewelry, houseware, small appliances, electronics, pharmaceutical products, you name it. If a retail thief can steal it and they got an addiction, that fried cocaine can get it for you. Okay, I'm not glorifying it in any way, shape, or form. Just telling you about my life. Now, why did I tell you this backstory? To let you know that things just ain't the same for retail thieves. Okay, in fact, the DA's office said they're getting more aggressive and prosecuting retail crimes because they said they are realizing that people aren't stealing for personal use. They are stealing because they are putting these items on the black market and they need to stop that. Um, duh, DA's office. <laughs> Where you been? This has been going on way before I ever existed and it will probably be going on way after I'm gone. Okay, but I must say, like most things in this era, these new retail thieves are different. Okay, see, Michael and Byron got caught. Not only did they get caught, they got convicted for felony theft. Okay, because see, in Colorado, if you steal more than $2,000 in items, it's a felony. $2,000 or less, it's a misdemeanor. These guys stole $2,094 worth of items because one of the things they stole was a KitchenAid mixer. Those KitchenAid mix- mixers are not cheap. They range in price, but I've seen one that costs like $849. Mm-hmm. Okay, back in my day, you might get like $100 worth of crack for that. All right, that's worth <laughs> about five rocks. They also stole some brand name shoes and clothing. Okay, now they stole a lot of coals. 
Kohl's got some great brands in there. Adidas, Nike, Under Armour, Champion. You ever saw a lot of Kohl's, Jeff? Absolutely. What? Okay. So they was in there having a great time. But the reason <laughs> they're getting donkey today is their legal defense. See, remember I told you that it's, it's two, if it's $2,000 or more, it's a felony. $2,000 or less, it's a misdemeanor. They was at $2,094. Their lawyers feel like they shouldn't get a felony. They should get a misdemeanor. Why? Mm. Because the items they stole were on sale. I can't make this kind of stuff mm. up. Let's go to NBC9 News for the report, please. 50-year-old Michael Green and 37-year-old Byron Bolden got the ridiculous but very literal nickname, the KitchenAid Mixer Crew, because they stole those mixers along with other items from a Kohl's in Parker last year. Well, the 18th Judicial District, where these two men were charged and stood trial, says all the stuff stolen from Kohl's, the mixers, clothes, shoes, it all totaled $2,094. And that is important because the cutoff line between a misdemeanor and a felony in Colorado is $2,000. So they were over that limit by 94 bucks. Mm. But you know Kohl's, there's always a sale. And the prosecutor's team tells us the defense tried to argue this loss value is actually lower if you consider the stolen items were on sale. The DA's mm. office says the value that matters in court is the retail price, not a That's sale right. or a coupon or whatever else. That's right. And the jury agreed. They convicted both men of a class six felony. Green will serve 15 months in prison. He's already behind bars on another conviction. And Bolden got 90 days in jail with some credit for time served. The legal argument by the defense was that oh. these two individuals stole merchandise that was on sale. And if you use the sale price, it will fall below the $2,000 threshold and will make it a misdemeanor. Basically, they want a discount on whatever time they was going to get. Okay, you just heard Michael <laughs> Green got 15 months in prison. The other one, Byron Bolden, was sentenced to 90 days in jail with credit for time served as a condition of 18 months probation. Sound like he might have snitched. Therefore, he already got his cooperating discount. But as far as both of them getting a discount because the items were on sale, that's just not how any of this works. On a ghetto scale of one to two, this legal defense is a strong six, maybe seven. Okay, it don't matter if what you stole is on sale. Sales only apply when you are acquiring these items by purchasing them the legal way. Sales don't apply when you are using the five finger discount. Sales don't apply to free tail therapy with your crazy tail sales. Mm. If you do the crime, you're not getting the discount on the time. Serious question. Has it always been this way with attorneys? I feel like lawyers are getting tubia and tubia as life goes on. And when I say tubia, I mean jokey. And I don't like the way they be acting. Please give Michael Green and Byron Bolden the sweet sounds of the Hamiltons. Oh, now you are the donkey of the day. Our good, our good sister Jess Hilarious is here with us today. Mm -hmm. Jess, I saw you on Cam Newton's show, Funky Friday. Absolutely. And you told a story of someone stealing your rental car. Yes. Well, before we go there, I just want to say I beg to differ. Why sorry. do you love interrupting women so much? I'm just, I'm, you, I'm, oh, I'm interrupting you. Before you get that, stepped on I just want to say I beg to differ. I don't agree with you. You don't even care either. Well, no, I'm just telling you, before you switch it and move on, I mm -hmm. beg to differ. If it's a, I wasn't moving on. Though. If it's a price mm -hmm. at a store. Whatever that price in the store, if that person steals, that's the price where they should be. Yeah, I think, I think you should be quiet. With. No, I'm just telling you. I'm telling I think you. I think you no, should I'm be quiet. You. No, I'm just I telling think, you. I think you should be quiet. No, I just want. I just want to tell you that. <laughs> right. If they, I agree. If they you, stole, you should be quiet, right, Jess? No, I agree with him. No, if they okay. if they stole something that was nine hundred and ninety nine dollars, mm -hmm. mm -hmm. that's what they should be charged with. Right. Okay. Because that's what it was advertised for. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yep. Not, I, 
not the price that wasn't advertised. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Because mm -hmm. it's not going to go back because it's on sale for a reason because it's not selling. Mm -hmm. well, you know what I'm saying? So mm -hmm. it, it would never go back up to $2,000. But you know, a sale uh, is still a retail price. Like they said, they said in court, you're going to get charged with what the retail price was. Didn't Target do something? I don't want to talk to you no more. Didn't, you Target, didn't Target do a thing still talking where we seen mother. something where they had Justifying something? Justifying stealing. No, I'm just saying. That's what you're doing right now. It shouldn't be a misdemeanor. It should be what they stole it for, the actual price that it was it advertised. It should be a felony. It should be a felony. Yeah, it should be a misdemeanor. And mm, I agree absolutely. with that. You got your rental car stolen. I did, twice. They gave you your purse back, though. Yeah, yeah, the guy who stole it from me, yeah. My question is, if those people were to get caught, do you think police officers should be lenient with them because it was a rental car? Or should they should just get charged with stealing? They should still get charged with stealing because it's not their car. They stole a car. Yeah. yeah, they stole a car. That is very much different. No, like, not, but they're not going to yes, get charged with stealing her bag because they gave her bag. They're going to get charged with stealing a car. It doesn't Correct. matter if it's a, a rental car or not. It don't matter that she's spending a hundred dollars a day with Hertz they or whatever be, it was. But they should be charged with stealing, just not a misdemeanor because That's what they the stole point. was nine hundred ninety-nine dollars. And so you're not saying the same thing about the cold people. They should just be charged mm -hmm. with stealing at a price of what they stole it for. No. Yes. So if that's the case, they should be charged with a misdemeanor for stealing a rental car. Because it's just a rental car that's $100 a day. That's the difference. No, it's not. It's a difference. No, it's not. What are you doing? I don't want to talk to you. You should shut up. I didn't told you to be quiet, but you're going to learn. It's not the same. You're going to learn. No, are they black? Were they black? I don't know. I didn't look. I'm sure you looked. I think they were white, though. Oh, really? Let me see. He looked. I did see a picture, but I didn't know if that was them or not. Let me see. I don't know if that's the lawyer. I think this the lawyer. What's their names? Pull up a picture, Eddie. They black or white? What's their names? Byron. Byron. Because I, I can tell you. <laughs> Byron what? Oh, hold on. He texted me. Ain't no white Byrons. Nah, hey, I, I, don't, I don't know white Byron. <laughs> Who is it? Because he said Byron. Then he said somebody else's name. I don't... Michael Green and Byron. Oh, no. Yeah, they black. black. They black. Oh, yeah. Dang. Yeah. All right. Don't tell nobody. Okay. Yeah, All right. <laughs> Misdemeanor. Mm -hmm. All right. Well, thank you for that donkey today, sir. Thank yes, you. indeed. All right, now when we come back, let's open up the phone lines. Jess is back. I am. Thank God. 800-585-1051. Now it's time for Jess Fix My Mess. Mm. If you have a relationship issues and problems in your life, Jess will be able to help you. 800-585-1051. Let's discuss. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. Help me. It's the real deal. Help me. Help me. Oh my god. I'm all up in your mess. I'ma fix it. Fix it. Fix my mess. Fix it. Fix it. Just gonna fix your mess, cause my advice is real. Morning everybody, it's DJ NV Charlemagne the Guy. We are the Breakfast Club. It's time for Jess Fix My Mess, alright? Yeah. Jess Hilarious is here. Let's go right to the phone lines. Hello, who's this? This is Bella. Hi, Hi Bella. Bella. Good morning. What's your question for hey. Jess? Okay, Jess. Guy for a couple years now. You've been with say it one more time? I've been dating this guy for a few years now. Mm -hmm. And um, from different sources who don't know each other, I've been hearing like gay rumors a little bit. Okay. So I don't know how to approach that because I did ask him mm -hmm. and I don't know how to feel about the answer because you know they say like if they get angry, then it's true. He didn't get angry, but he just didn't react enough for me. Okay. What, what was his, what was the dialogue? How did he say? Well, how did he come back at you? Okay. So I told him my best friend, like one of my friends told me that, you know, and, he, and all he said was, babe, you know, I never heard any crazy shit like that. Mm -hmm. And that was it. And we never talked about it again. He just went on to something else. Okay. So okay. so you left it alone right there. I did. Okay. Because it's like uncomfortable. How many people uh, have told you that? How many people said something like that? Um, About three different people. Okay. And do those three people know each other? No. 
Okay, are they saying that they saw him with somebody? What are they saying? Like his mannerisms, they they heard that he slept with another guy. Um, what are they saying? Rumors, and one of them actually knows somebody, is claiming she knows somebody that he was involved with. Okay. But the person's no longer here, so we can't ask. Oh, okay, okay. Like, no, like death or like they live. Yeah, death. Yeah. Okay, Jesus Christ. All right, well. Yeah. I feel that there should be another conversation um, because if this is something that you are not willing to just brush past, do you really like him? First of all, you really like him. You see yourself. I with him? do. I do. And I'm kind of like, because he's kind of like popular a little bit, you know, so I know sometimes you have haters oh. or whatever. So I'm just like, and I'm very careful when I take advice from other women or listen to other women because you never Thank know. You. Yeah. You, you, you never know. You never know on both ends though. I do understand like if, it, right. if it's more than one person telling you this and they don't know each other and it's three different mm -hmm. stories circulating then it may be some truth to it still not saying that he is gay he may be bisexual he may have tried uh <laughs> um baby once you sleep with a man you are gay you said okay? not me good okay. i just want you to have another conversation with him and i want you to tell him hey there has been talks like there has these like full-on discussions like somebody saying that they saw you with the person now i'm not accusing you but this is something that i think about because i see myself with you we have to move forward but i have this stuff in the back of my mind i really need to know is this something that you were once uh curious about involved in just tell the truth you know because do you love him i do you can say it, you know, I, I love you, you know, and I just want to make sure the person that I'm falling in love with, the person that I want to be with is up front with me so I don't find anything out later. You know what I'm saying? So it's just, it's all about being open. You didn't dive into it as much as you should have the first time. You know, I, I, I believe I, I don't believe in that. If he gets angry, then he did it because I used to be mad when people accuse me of things that I didn't do. I would get angry. I would get angry. That don't mean I did it. That means why are you coming at me like that? You should know me. You should know. You should know me. You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't believe that. I don't believe that people say that you, you're automatically guilty if you get angry. So I think that you should dive into that conversation a lot, lot, lot more. Because there it's it's some type. It has to be some type of truth to it. You know, I don't care if he just winked his eye at another nigga. It's something going on or that went on. So you, you got to find that out and be upfront and honest. This is the, the your it's. It's like but an obligation. You have to know. About that. <laughs> like, if he's on the DL, that's the whole point of the DL. Like, how do you, like... And if I still feel like he's lying, do I... Do I, no, baby, you I don't. don't. If you still feel, feel like he's lying, then no. Because if you still feel like he's lying, you're not trust. You don't trust him. So then, why would you stay? And then, what else is he gonna lie about? You understand? Like, if you feel it in your mind, if you feel it is we got that intuition. If you feel it, then it, it's some truth to it. Now, all the time we ain't right, but this seems like something that that you might be a little right about. So. And unless you're open to dating a bisexual man, I think. No, I'm absolutely not. Well, I think that you have your, you got your answer right there. Had that last okay. conversation. If you, if it's nothing that comes to, you know, you gotta go. Okay. All right. I'm sorry. All right. Thank you, Jeff. No problem, boo. Hey. How do you find out if your man is really on the down low if he don't tell you? You know, unless you catch him red-handed. You yep. have to catch and him. You do have a right phone. to know. Yeah. You have a right to yeah, know. Yeah, so we have a right to know. And, you sh and the man should tell him. Don't do that yeah. to that young lady. And if that came from three different people who don't know each other and it's three different stories, yeah, chances are he was dipping and dabbing in the butt. Damn. Yeah. So. Just fix my mess. 800-585-1051 is The Breakfast Club. Good morning. X about me. Relationship problems. X about me. You need to beat your co-worker's ass. X about me. Your co-worker need to beat your ass. Call it up. It's Dr. Jess, and I'm here to fix your mess. Fix your mess. It's getting very much messy. Let me fix this. 
Morning, everybody. It's DJ Envy, Charlemagne the Guy. We are the Breakfast Club. Jess Hilarious is here. We're talking about Jess Fix My Mess. All right, we have somebody on line five. Hello? Hello. Hi, how are you? What's your question for Jess, mama? My question for Jess is, um, I have been dealing with this guy for almost three years now. Mm -hmm. I've dated him exclusively, and just last Tuesday, I went to the clinic, like I usually do, mm -hmm. and I got the news that I tested positive for HIV. You are positive? And I am positive. Okay, okay, go on. I wanted to confront him, so I came to his job to meet him at work. Mm -hmm. When I get there, I see him hugged up with one of his coworkers. Mm -hmm. So instead of confronting him right then, I waited. I finally got to him. I, told, I showed him the paperwork. I asked him what was going on, and he still denies it. And I feel so vengeful. I don't know what to do. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. I didn't quit my job. I'm like, because mm. I was honest, you know, and yeah. I don't, I don't know. Are I'm you, feeling the type of way, though. Are you crying right now? I'm not crying right now. I'm, I'm angry right now. Yeah, I definitely understand. Well, the fir first thing is you you have to see what you have to do to take care of yourself, but you also have to get therapy too, because that that's that's horrible. That's that's horrible. Um, but the the vengeance that that I feel that you, I feel that you're feeling that right now. Don't go do nothing, Sam, because then you're gonna end up in jail. And I, I know that's that's angry. Uh, it makes you angry. It angers you to feel like. Cause you feel like he took your life from you. You understand? Like yeah. I, I, I know and, that. But, but no, no remorse. You know, kind of like just like, oh well. Yeah. I, you won't even. Yeah. I don't even know. So he denied it. He didn't say anything. He didn't say, oh, I'm gonna go get checked. Or I like, what? What did he say? I did told him that you need to go get checked because I, I was telling him like, hey, you know, we your tested. I wanted to see his results. He said he made an appointment. He gonna get around to it. And that's the last thing that I heard from him. And how long has it been since that conversation? I ended up seeing him. I showed him the paperwork. We left mm. the hospital. I said, go in the hospital and get the test. He's like, oh, well, I'll make an appointment. So I feel like he already knew. He knows what's up. And it, it, there has to be some type of legal action that you take for that. Like, yo, isn't that, is that, is that is, is that isn't you? Isn't that like yes. against the law? Like, can I sue you? That is that? very oh, no, much against the law. Like Absolutely. Yeah, especially yes. if they, especially if if they knew, knew their status. Yeah, yeah. Be, if he, he knew his jail, status. Yeah. Jail. If he knew his status and didn't tell you, absolutely. Mm -hmm. Because the, the, let's just uh, see it for what it is. He don't want it. You, you don't want to leave with that information. You don't want to want for nobody to know that. So he is probably not only you that he's infected and in, in that he's constantly giving it to people. You just said you pulled up to the job and he was hugged up with somebody else. Yeah. You're, you are not. So that, that was shocking to me. Absolutely. Girl. Yeah, I know. I understand. Like, I'm um, shaking right with anger. Yeah. I don't know what to it do. Depends on what state she is. Drastic, but I do. Where are you? What state are you in? I live in Michigan. You live in Michigan. You work for a traffic control place in Saginaw. Mm. Oh, my God. Yeah, I don't mind it because I want other people to know. Because I feel Absolutely. Like Absolutely. Because you are nine times out of ten not the first and then not the last either. So I do believe that you need to go to the police station and you need to start a, yeah, you need to start a report. You need to take them to court. All of that, that that is definitely something that you take legal action for because that is your life. And he 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 gave he had sex with you um, unprotected, knowing knowing. So you know, taking the condom off and shit like that, like oh I didn't know. Yeah. Oh my bad, my mistake. Let me get you new. No, nah, yeah, get yourself a lawyer. Justice right. They have uh they have partner notification laws in Michigan. And in Michigan you have you are required to tell your sexual partner that you have HIV before mm. having vaginal or anal sex with them unless you are medically suppressed and have no intent to spread the virus. Yeah, and he seems he didn't seem like he was hype about it. He seemed very calm. Oh, I'll make an appointment. Like, I, like, my life is falling apart and you like you gonna make an appointment. What? Yeah. Yeah. 
I'm sorry, baby. But definitely get your therapy as well because you, you're definitely not in your right mind right now, rightfully so. You know, you, you're still, it's still like shock value. You understand what I'm saying? Yeah. So you definitely have I to take like care. I feel like I need to be locked up somewhere, man, because I yeah. don't, don't want to make an emotional decision. Yeah, don't. Don't do that. But emotional or not, you need to go to that court for sure because he needs to be behind bars that. for that. And go learn about yeah, HIV like treatment too. So go learn about HIV yeah, tre- two treatment, queen. Yeah, they got a place called Hurt Home out here that you go and get counseling. They check your uh, your viral load and all that type. This shit new to me, man. I'm just you know I'm just, just dealing with it. I'm sorry you're going through that. So am I, baby. Thank you for calling. Well, thank y'all. I appreciate y'all time. No problem. This Listen. was a fantastic just fix my mess. Both those calls went together. This is why you can't be lying to to, to This is why we can't be lying to each other. This is why we can't be hiding things from yeah. each other. Stop taking away people's power of choice. I don't care if you're sleeping around with men, sleeping around with women. Mm-hmm. Tell the person yeah. that you're dealing with. Yeah. That, tell her, let them know you got other partners, man. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And there's all types of medicines right now to suppress HIV and yeah. to, to make sure that people can live a long, yeah. lasting life. So, like you said, definitely do your homework. Mm-hmm. Thank you, Jess. No problem. And listen, make sure you subscribe to Just Hilarious's podcast, Carefully Reckless Podcast. So many of y'all do. It's a top five podcast on the Black Trek iHeartRadio Podcast Network. Nice. But uh, she does Just Fix My Mess every week. So you can yeah. send her uh, phone calls. And yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, so you guys can send uh, voicemails. Uh, mm-hmm. I'm not voicemail. Voice memos on Instagram to the Carefully Reckless Podcast page. Not to co-parenting therapy. Not to Just Hilarious Official. Um, I don't check Just Hilarious Official DMs. They are way too saturated. So um, Carefully Reckless Podcast. I just did a podcast today. I had another heavy story, man. So uh, I thank y'all for being vulnerable enough to open up and expose yourselves, you know, to me. And um, it puts me in a position where I can advise you on certain things. And if I can't help you, I definitely let people know I cannot help you. And y'all need to search people with uh, professionals, uh, therapists or whatever. But mm-hmm. I definitely help where I can. And I my heart goes out to all these people, man. All right. When we come back, we got Jess with the mess. So don't move. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. This is it, your moment. This is your time to make your comeback with Purdue Global. When you come back with a Purdue Global degree, you create opportunity for yourself, your family, and your future. It's a degree you can be proud of, a degree that employers will trust and respect. Purdue Global offers working adults like you over 175 flexible degree programs to meet your specific career goals. These include associate, bachelor's, master's, and doctoral degrees and certificates. Purdue Global degree programs range from nursing to business to communication and more. Whatever your interest, we have the degree that will move you forward. You have the knowledge. You have the experience. Now it's time to get credit for the work you've done and earn the recognition you deserve with Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. You know you're worth it. We do too. So don't wait another second to get the degree that will take your career to the next level. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. 
We are the voice of NASCAR. The green flag is in the air, and we are underway. The great American race. The Motor Racing Network. NASCAR Cup, Xfinity, and Craftsman Truck Series Racing. Live on your hometown radio station and MRN or NASCAR.com. Martinsville, Talladega, the Chicago Street Course. We have the side-by-side action, and last lap passes for the win. Photo finishes. Ryan Blaney will win. The voice of NASCAR, the Motor Racing Network. Hey, this is Christina Quinn. I'm the host of Try This, the Washington Post's new series of audio courses. The idea behind Try This is to become better functioning humans without having to comb the internet for countless hours. In our first course, we learned how to sleep better. Now, we're going to learn how to make our friendships stronger. I'll offer expert tips that are doable, and I'll keep it short. So let's do this. Glasses in session. Find Try This from the Washington Post wherever you listen. Live Nation presents Concert Week. Now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirk Bentley, Fade, Hootie and the Blowfish, Janet Jackson, Kids Bob Kids, Megan Trainor, Bissell Puma, Sarah McLaughlin. Get tickets to more than 5,000 summer shows for just $25. Until now through May 14th. Visit LiveNation.com slash Concert to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum 41, 30 Seconds from Mars, oh, and two-door cinema club. Morning, we are The Breakfast Club, and guess who's bizzack? Jess Hilarious is here, and yes. let's get to Jess with the mess. News is real. News is real. Jess Hilarious, Jessica Robin Moore, Jess don't do no lying. This is The Rumor Report. I don't do that. Stop. It's Jess with the mess, and this is real. On The Breakfast Club. I know they know this. Who's for the Abbott Elementary star Janelle James facing backlash for inappropriate joke. Um, for those who don't know who Janelle James is, she is a comedian, a stand-up comedian, and the fans are apparently disgusted by a joke that she made about her son's penis. We have the audio. Not a lot about him, my youngest son. Got a now, I didn't know that. <laughs> I didn't know. I didn't know he had a They say you blink and you miss it. It's true. I didn't know he had a I was sitting on the edge of my bed. He ran by from the bathroom to his, I guess he forgot his towel or whatever. And I was like, the f- was that? Like, it blew my mind. I did, that's a d- what? What? That's a d- that need a job. Okay? Can't be walking around all that d- and no income. That's disrespectful. I think maybe what, uh, what she was trying to say, you know, um, is our kid grow up? Kids grow up fast. Simple as that. You know what it is. What it is. <laughs> like, come on, man. they grow up fast. I thought that was pretty clear. Simple as that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She did this joke in season three of Netflix comedy special, The Stand Ups, which was released December 29th, two thousand twenty-one. Now, I, would I do a joke about my son's penis? No, I would not. But every style of comedy is not for every comedian. Um, I felt like her setup, uh, it it probably made people think another way because we are in a times now where you know. Everything is um a little different. So I thought she was going somewhere else different with it too, to be honest with you. I I, I thought she was going and that's only because today, the times we because live in now. In, yeah, yeah. yeah she, mean, I'm like, dang, you didn't know that your son had a penis. You birthed him, but I was thinking totally different until until yeah. listening. And Janelle is hilarious. Absolutely you know, she and, is. And comedy is satire. Because Sat- it's a good joke. It's a good joke. Comedy is satire. Satire is about mm. exaggeration. It's yeah. about absurdity. It's yeah. about hyperbole. That's just an exaggerated way to say 
My son is grown now. Yeah, they're calling her a pedophile <laughs> online. Oh, that sounds crazy. Yeah, people I wish social you, media. I, when she yeah. first started the joke, I thought it was going somewhere else. Yeah. But then when but she says it, like you, she said, she said her son is grown. She right. didn't realize how grown her son was and, and yeah. the fact that he's getting grown, he needs a job. Mm-hmm. She, that is a penis with the, that, that, that need to have a job. Obviously, it's a joke. You, obviously, he's sleeping with girls and all of that stuff and he and he's under her roof. He ain't paying no bills. That means he ain't paying no bills and he need to go get a job if he's serving community. Uh, yeah, you know I'm saying like that. And listen, <laughs> if he's packing like that, he need to pay some bills. And, and male comedians have definitely done jokes like that about their daughters, especially in regards to them developing. Yeah. And I'm not going to tell y'all any of them because y'all going to have to find them yourself if y'all want to mm. cancel them. Mm. Okay. Because <laughs> I, I was about to be like, who? Nope. Oh, no, because I ain't never heard a male comedian say nothing about their daughter. Do your but, own dirt. But okay. Oprah admits to using medication to lose weight. During a recent interview with People, Oprah opened up about using medical assistance uh, to maintain her weight. This came to a shock to many fans uh, after Oprah had a discussion with Weight Watchers CEO Seema Sistani earlier this year and said weight loss drugs such as Ozempic and Mujaro, if I'm saying it right, is an easy way out. For most of Oprah's career, her weight has been the topic of discussion. She told people it was public sport to make fun of me for 25 years. I have been blamed and shamed and I blame and shamed myself. She said one of the most hurtful moments was when she appeared on the cover of a magazine along with the words dumpy, frumpy and downright lumpy. Damn. Yeah. She said I didn't feel angry. I felt sad. I felt hurt. I swallowed the shame. I accepted that it was my fault. The moment that moment was part of the list. My fashion critic, my fashion critic, Mr. Blackwell. So basically, Oprah is on her way to 70 and she gave us tips of, you know, how she's maintaining her weight mm-hmm. after her uh, medication. She uh, she eats her last meal at four o'clock. She drinks a gallon of water a day, uses the and I have a predisposition that no amount of willpower is going to control Obesity is a disease. It's not about willpower. It's about the brain. Oprah so looks she great. lost forty pounds this year. Yeah, she, yeah. Looks, she did use Ozempic. She looks great. Yeah, I, it doesn't say that she lo- that she used Ozempic or Mujaro. I just remember that she mentioned that it was a wee- uh, easy way out. But that's just the thing, you know. Like, like I I didn't. I talked about surgery. You know, I talked about surgery, and then I was like, man. I, my chest is not growing at all. I look like Trey Songs in the chest area. So it's like, all right, let me go get some implants real quick. And and you you have your reservations about but, things. But don't thing, do it, don't do it. Then all your friends come up with, with yeah. new boobs and it's like, yeah, I'm going to go get but, some of those. But the thing with Oprah, Oprah looks great. She lost 40 pounds. She yeah, looks, she, she does looks look great. Mm-hmm. But the thing is, if you are, and I'm not sure she's a part owner of Weight Watchers yeah. or she's an invested in Weight Watchers, but how do you have Weight Watchers and then you use Ozempic? Yeah. You see that, what I'm saying? Because that's not, where the fans are saying she's if, contradicting. Oprah hasn't used Weight Watchers in forever. Remember Weight Watchers moved on to Cali. Terrible endorsement. Terrible, terrible person to have endorsement. No, they Weight didn't. Watchers. Yeah, she, they did. DJ Cali uh-huh. was endorsing Weight Watchers for a second. For a second. Not long enough for it to kick in. And then just to wrap this up real quick. Speaking of Oprah, um, it was recently reported that she did pass the daytime TV talk baton to Sharice Shepard. I want to give my own congratulations to Sharice Shepard about that. Who is Sharice? Sharice, Sharice, whatever. Y'all know who I'm talking about. (laughs) Now, it was a lot of people mad at her for doing it. Oh, she should have gave it to Wendy. She could have given. Mm-hmm. Now, I do agree that Wendy deserves something. Do you know our contribution to the mm-hmm. media and all that over time? But Oprah would never stamp something like that. Wendy That's Wendy, not nah, Oprah's nah, brand. Nah, you know style. what I'm saying? That's not her style of doing yeah, interviews and everybody doing talk is shows. So of upset. Just give Sheree a chance. Sheree, give Sheree a chance. <laughs> You know, and y'all, y'all mad and about also, that? When she used to kick, uh, she used to kick Oprah and Gail back in. Okay, too. yeah, yeah. Oprah could have gave the baton to Jennifer Hudson. Then what? 
Why don't y'all like dinner? Yeah, what's wrong with Jennifer? Like show? And that's it. That's Jess with the mask. And thank you so much, y'all. She wanted you on there, too. <laughs> oh, Jennifer. Yeah. So she can ask me what? <laughs> <don't know>. Exactly. <laughs> you seen the show? Please stop. No, she, got a, she got an EGOT, though, don't she? She got an uh, EGOT. Uh, oh, that's Emmy, the, the Emmy, Grammy, the Grammy, 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 the Oscar, yeah. and the Tony. Oh, Jennifer Hudson? That means she need a talk show. Serious question. Is Jennifer Hudson's show bad? I have not. I, I haven't, haven't seen it. I haven't watched it either. I'm not gonna say it's bad because she is a black woman. I do not want to say it's bad, but it's just not uh, interesting in my opinion. Um, I think it's so many other things that she could be doing. I think she needs a better team, like mm-hmm. to 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 spice her up a little bit. Like, right. I think she's still effy. Now, right. I, I I did see one clip from uh, Jennifer Hudson's show, which I totally totally agreed with, and that's when Morris Chestnut was on there, and he said that uh, he gets mistaken for me all the time. All right, well, that, I thought that was a great second. Don't, don't let me go with him. That is just with the mess. I personally People's Choice mixes thing. up next. It's, it's the I'm Breakfast so Club. Good morning. That was a great song. The Breakfast Club. Your mornings will never be the same. Morning, everybody. It's DJ Envy, Charlamagne the Guy. We are the Breakfast Club. Jess Hilarious. Mm-hmm. She's mock. Yes, and what you been up to, Jess? Took you long enough to get your ass back in. I know. I've been I've been filming a lot more. Like I said, since the writer's strike has been lifted, we have we have way more liberty to do projects. And it was a lot of things that I had to film before the writer's strike went into effect. So I'm just catching up on my films, y'all. Y'all will be seeing me on a lot of networks and even in theaters soon. And then um, I've been working on my other series as well, Co-Parenting and then Reckless I have, and then my podcast and stuff like that. I've um, been brainstorming real hard about this book that I'm I'm about to be, you know, writing and stuff. Um, and I also have shows coming up New Year's. Okay. Uh, so Chicago, Every Crown Shout Theater, down. me, D-Ray, Mac- Michael Blackson, and Nate Jackson will be at the Every Crown Theater December 30th and December 31st. Bring in your new year with Jess in Chicago. Get your tickets, y'all. You already got your, Chica- your Chicago hat. I know, right? That I hat just, right there is going to do you good in Chicago. It is doing me good in New York. It's cold, y'all. It I don't cold. understand why y'all don't see how cold it is in New York. I'm not we used do. to this. It's cold. But yeah. you're from Baltimore. Be, no, it don't, don't get be warm brisk. in Baltimore. It, it do not be brick like this. For it real? is very, very, yeah. We we still got 69 degree days, like 70 degree days. Mm. Like, seriously, I don't know how weird that is, but yeah. Oh, yeah, and in Baltimore City, I will be there January 5th. 6th and 7th. Your very own is coming back. Baltimore Comedy Factory. Get your tickets. JustHilariousOfficial.com. We got five shows that weekend. All Make right. Sure y'all get them tickets. When we come back, we got the positive notice to Breakfast Club. Good morning. Morning, everybody. It's DJ NV, Charlemagne the Guy. We are the Breakfast Club. All right, it's time to get up out of here, Shulman. You got a positive note? I do, and the positive note is simple, man. It comes from uh, Dr. Wayne W. Dyer. You know I love Dr. Wayne W. Dyer. Rest in peace to him. Uh, The more you see yourself as what you'd like to become and act as if what you want is already there, the more you'll activate those dormant forces that will collaborate to transform your dream into your reality. Enjoy your day. Breakfast Club, bitches! Y'all finished or y'all done? From BBC Radio 4. Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. (laughs) 
We are the voice of NASCAR. The green flag is in the air, and we are underway. The great American race. The Motor Racing Network. NASCAR Cup, Xfinity, and Craftsman Truck Series Racing. Live on your hometown radio station and MRN or NASCAR.com. Martinsville, Talladega, the Chicago Street Course. We have the side-by-side action, and last lap passes for the win. Photo finishes. Ryan Blaney will win. The voice of NASCAR, the Motor Racing Network. Live Nation presents Concert Week. Now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirk Bentley, Fade, Hootie and the Blowfish, Janet Jackson, Kids Bop Kids, Megan Trainor, Bissell Puma, Sarah McLaughlin. Get tickets to more than 5,000 summer shows for just $25. Until now through May 14th. Visit LiveNation.com slash Concert to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum 41, 30 Seconds to Mars, oh, and Two Door Cinema Club. Are you looking for the perfect move-in ready home this spring season? Now's the time to buy at Fisher Homes. For a limited time only, enjoy below market interest rates starting at 5.375% APR, 6.139% APR. With these exclusive lower rates, you can save hundreds on a move-in ready home and start enjoying the benefits of home ownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with one of our new home specialists at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home. Financing provided by Victory Mortgage, LLC, NMLS 461249, Equal Housing Lender. We went from normal life, healthy child to acute lymphoblastic leukemia or B-cell, ALL. The St. Jude team came up to get CJ via ambulance. Shortly after that, I noticed a rainbow. It meant that there was hope. We were driving into hope. To have hope is to have your child healthy. And we have that because of St. Jude. You can help kids fight childhood cancer. Please become a St. Jude Partner in Hope today by visiting musicgives.org.